0: Welcome everybody to Plushy at Valorant episode 153. I'm joined here by an all-star cast, an amalgamation of Valorant's finest: Mimi, Bren, and Skip Wilkinson on the left. <laughs> I just for, I forgot we had that we had that going for a few weeks at some point. Wilkinson, where Wilkinson was Skip Bayless. <laughs> was and, was it a few weeks. Do you know, I don't think I it was a few weeks. We. Yes, there were a couple weeks, and it was because of you, Brennan. It just popped into my mind earlier, so I wanted to just... Why was it because of me? Because, well, okay, so we're two minutes in, so I'm not going to swear. But you said, you, you were ranting at job you were going back and forth, and you called him a Skip Bayless mother. <laughs> and, then, and, and, so, and then it like, for a couple episodes, you we were saying that, and it just popped into my head this morning, and it was one of those moments where you think of a thing, and you kind of just yeah. like smirk to yourself while you're making an oatmeal we look like we organized our outfits today
1: for um an angel devil on the shoulder (laughs) like (laughs) sitcom and we just that's whisper so like we whisper, I'm whispering to bad things and you're whispering to good things into someone in the middle's ears.
2: Mm. That's actually a bit that we're doing later on, yeah. We're, we're going to go through each of the teams that played at Red Bull home ground, and Wyatt's going to say something really nice and Bren's going to say something really yep. mean. I look fine. watched all the games They, they at Red played Bull a Bowl lot of great grounds.
1: rounds.
2: <laughs> uh, <that's>, I'm glad. <laughs>
0: I'm glad because we're talking about it. So thank you for telling everyone. I definitely <laughs> watched all the games. That's yep. really good to know. Uh-huh. Um, Does anyone have any, like, pressing, like, wow, I've been waiting seven days since episode 152 to really get this off my chest before we get into the the meat and potatoes? The eSports
1: Awards is Uh still allowing for votes every single day. And Platchak could sweep. We have three nominees. They allow voting every day. My girlfriend has been voting on three burner accounts every single day for the entire Platchat cast. <laughs> so you two can vote every single day and Platchat can sweep the popularity contest.
0: I didn't expect this.
2: J- Wilkinson, it looked like you had a remark ready to go. Yeah, this is the stupidest system of all time. This is the dumbest <laughs> system any voting competition has ever implemented of Josh, all time. It's the
3: stupidest system of all time until the three of us win. Yeah, until to- we win. To Alice one, Alice two, and Alice three are <laughs> devoted fans who have gone out there every single day to vote.
2: Exactly. I mean it's it it doesn't become any less dumb even if we win. There's more I mean, to- look at this.
0: What if I oh yeah, we listen, we've we've covered this. We we did a two hour These are not deep same dive humans. on an episode. You did two hours deep di- I know you we, we covered no, it. No, we beginning. did. I can't who was even on oh, it was me, I Mimi was Bala, it and a, it uh, was a very important episode. Ender. Yeah, it was a mm. crucial episode. There was a lot of Valorant news, ah. so we decided to talk about the Esports Awards for 47 minutes to start There's the no show. Because there was just there was Valorant
3: There was too much to talk about. There's wall no, to wall Valorant
0: to discuss. <laughs> um, well is that it you wanted to just chill and win an award. That's how you're yeah. using your platform. Yeah. Okay. Anyone Everyone else? Vote.
1: For me. <laughs> for me? And anyone
0: anyone you want actually, but plot Shop as well. Just plot Shop. Is there anything else important? Any- I- I- just- I wanna make- I wanna make sure nothing else important needs to be said, Josh or Mimi, or- or are we good to... talk Vallo?
2: Oh, I don't think I I've mean... ever had anything important to say. <laughs> okay, Mimi? <maybe? laughs>
3: I found out that, like, actual density- I got reminded that actual density is really important to have, like, vibrant cities that are nice to walk around. So that was cool. I went to Minneapolis, and it was it was not what it was chalked up to be, but still a pretty interesting place.
0: All right, Mm -hmm. and there's your daily urban planning take from Mimi, everybody. (laughs) And let's get into the Valorant. (laughs) Let's get into it. And to start off the show, let's talk about Evil Geniuses. They may have won Champions. They may have won Game Changers three. But they're not winning the hearts of the fans, because this time, they have forgotten Ethan on the merchandise post. Now, I don't know exactly what was going on. I mean, in the pre-show, I had questions, Bren. Yeah. Luckily, our crack journalist Wilkinson has been on the case. He's been scouring the internet for answers, solutions. Wilkinson,
2: take it away. Yeah, so the, the, there's some misinformation happening here. So the the idea was there was this post on Reddit saying that they had released some merch and they'd forgotten Ethan. Ethan's name isn't on this merch. And they'd said as well in the title that they'd misspelt com and spelt it C8M. Mm-hmm. However, as, I, I've got to give a shout out to my moderator, Retro, who's I think a moderator for this uh, for our YouTube channel as well, for fighting a misinformation campaign in the trenches because while people were telling me this while i was doing a vod review of red bull home ground he was just blasting out sources left right and center to try and counter this so actually the fuck up is not that oh well there we go there's oh. there's gone the monetization but hopefully will more than five, five minutes, minutes in. i don't know anyway the the, the, the mess up was not that they have forgotten ethan the mess up is that they uploaded a like a, a first draft proof image rather than the final image of what the merch actually looked like so their designer just created a draft and gave it to them and they uploaded the draft instead of the version with actually the players on it. And then they had a font that just has the like bars through the zero. So it makes it look a bit weird even though it is actually comms but instead of comms. They do have the proper version of the merge. They didn't forget Ethan. Okay.
4: (laughs) What are you you saying? What is
2: Brent saying? What is Brent's I'm just hearing him muttering "Come, We're moving moving on. We're moving
0: That's There's not what you said. That's not what you said, but we're not gonna Okay, so here's two crucial it's things. Great take breath. Not what you said. Two, we're not gonna hold on to that moment. We're gonna <laughs> keep it moving, keep it moving. Uh Wilkinson. Thank you for the deep dive. Because No problem. So there you go. All right. I was mad at EG. I'm not mad at them anymore. Unless there are no, more you reasons. should be mad at them. There's, oh, there's, there's another. No there's, no, there's more, more reasons yes. to be mad at them. There's more at reasons. EG. Yes. No. no. Yes. There was
1: no. A- <laughs> there was. A- <laughs> <laughs> there was a- there's no way. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so unfortunately, middle management ruins all, and uh, including- not, the, not the middle <laughs> management. EG. There was a big article put out. Um. Was- Which one? Were there yeah. many? Yeah. There, there was, was two this week. There was, was two. Deal. I only read the yeah. one. Oh, yeah, yeah this one dropping the CS team.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, because they're finally. Well, I assume you good, mean the other one. And they're like, oh, we're gonna drop everything, but we're still committed to Valorant though, because we're paid to be here. Um but yeah. I didn't I didn't read this one too closely. I was talking about the one where there was reports from people inside of just overworked teams that were getting their projects like ruined and managed to shit. And then when they went wrong, they were getting blamed and people were getting fired and that people were being overworked and just incompetence at the very highest level of eg wow
3: yeah. i mean some of the things in this this article are kind of damning if you give it a, a read through obviously this is all alleged and from like just sources of people who worked at eg so we don't know if everything is completely true but even if like an iota is it's still crazy they're describing this as akin to a skeleton crew for most of 2023, and the workplace was likened to a, to quote, a jail with snacks, with overworked (laughs) employees, and overpromised deliverables. And I I think that's kind of indicative of some of, I think, the, kind of downward spiral we've seen with EG, with middle management decisions uh, and with things like that that just continue to cascade. And I mean, you really got to feel for some of the people who are working for them and for the players that are just getting like really big time overworked as the company is just continuing to kind of push downwards to try and get the financial situation under control.
2: Yeah. Also, to talk to your point, I mean, Scott Robertson is a really good journalist as well. I've read a bunch of stuff that he does with Dot Esports and he's got you know clearly some people here that don't want to speak on the record in case they're getting absolutely uh, you know it affects their future job so it's not just like this is some random crap that's popped up. this is a cascading effect of of e g just being removing people and removing their investment into the company like piece by piece until they're left with as they're describing it here a skeleton crew um that is run inefficiently anyway yeah it looks it looks tragic and it also it adds even more fuel to the fire of people wondering what the hell is going on with the EG Valorant team, because at the moment you know, from our position on the outside, we don't really know what's happening it looks like they're all stuck in contract jail the 100 Thieves squad is talking about nature being a stand-in, so obviously there's something (laughs) going on there with Boosty or going to 100 Thieves but we don't know whether it's actually going to happen, or whether they're just playing a game of, uh, of chicken with them, it's just it's a real like, they have messed up their golden ticket. yeah, You know, they've, they've got, they had a championship winning roster, and they Riot couldn't turn it into anything.
1: have the chance, the opportunity to do the most base thing of 2024. Explain <laughs> Just removing EG. <laughs> From <laughs> partnership systems. Like, they, they, they probably shouldn't have made it in in the first place. I don't know what Riot saw when they were vetting, auditing, whatever they were doing to the financials, or... Maybe E.G. were committing fraud. Who knows? I don't I don't know if I'm allowed to say that on the podcast.
3: That's a,
4: but, uh, I mean that that's
2: just he's kidding, you guys.
1: I'm <laughs> kidding, a, I'm kidding. Yes. Comedy show. I'm kidding, it's comedy. It's funny, comedy. It's comedy. It's comedy. None going to say it's real. None going to say it's real. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fake. I'm fake. Uh the but yeah, I don't I think all the fuck they saw in them when they were when they were vetting a lot of the financials for them because the fact that they they, they what the what the hell is this, this org doing? What the hell is this company doing? And uh, the, the other day I was streaming and people were getting into big arguments about the the whole sustainability of esports as a whole, which is a grand old topic. How do we make money in esports? How do the orgs make money? And I I don't think the onus is on Riot Games to just dump money to the orgs and pay them more so that they can burn it on a pile and mismanage it. Like at some point, you kind of just have to, I don't know, maybe, maybe Riot needs to run like courses where they just give them business advice. Like, hey, this is how you (laughs) run a company. It's not like. I mean, there are organizations that are doing a masterclass. Yeah, they should do do a pyramid (laughs) scheme esque masterclass for all the orgs under their systems that are failing, where they just teach Mm. them, hey, maybe you shouldn't be doing this right now like this. It is bizarre. We've
3: done things like that before, of just uh, uh, like 2020, when like esports orgs had the Gigabank, and it's like, oh, it's COVID, everyone's going to be online. The classic, even before that, the classic esports thing is guys, we have to spend $10 million a year to hire this CEO from Comcast to save our company. It's going to make everything so much better. It's like the the classic of just like, get the biggest business guy possible from the business world to businessify. They come in, they know nothing about esports, and they're like, what the, what, what the hell are we spending all this money on? I need to hire all my friends and have a bigger salary. It's... It's just such a classic thing that you see across, like, every org in history. And I think was also happening at EG to an extent of just, like, giga-inflated, like, high- higher-ups and such, just making poor decisions that just don't make sense. It just... There's so few orgs that actually manage to find profitability in this space that, honestly, I think so much of it just has to be on being lean and having so few teams and just being really focused on what you do right. You look at orgs like carmen core or something that just have a very distinct fan base that they can build around but i think like the traditional model of like really widely expanded esports orgs of like your egs your team liquids whatever that have like a million teams in a million different games i think that's becoming less and less sustainable with sponsorship money drying up mm. <laughs> What? put him in charge josh what
2: I mean, Sports. most ethical esports owner, Walter White. <laughs> 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 yeah, I think I think the the crunch time that we're in at the moment, from a business perspective for esports organisations, is going to mean that inevitably some of the uh, teams that are struggling end up struggling to the point where it's no longer feasible for them. It, it's not going to be a period of time where everybody just gets out the other end of it perfectly fine some of the people will figure out really good monetization strategies and figure out how to make their companies more lean and there'll be salary adjustments. And some of them are unfortunately just going to, you know, end up pulling out so much that they don't have... Like, For example, EG here discussing it as a skeleton crew, they've cut back so much that they're actually unable to fulfill some of their obligations. They also talked in this article about the fact that when they had to sponsor like activations, And just ended up taking up everybody's time because it became an enormous focus for them. They had to get it right because they needed the money coming in, is what I'm reading between the lines. And they weren't really able to um, do other tasks to keep the team running. So I think that EG are probably not going to be the first team that we see looking really shaky. And from Riot's perspective, actually, they caught them at a bit of an unlucky time, I think, because... You. This was before EG had their scandal in League of Legends. This is... I think they were vetting them before they... Haven't they just had some, like, uh, litigation against them from Dota 2 as well? I think that was popping off just recently. I mean, yeah. Maybe so that was... on those it. lines. And then they've... Uh, you know, before they were looking at their financials, this was kind of before people had really realized that interest rates had risen so much and things were going to be problematic for the esports organizations. Um, so... And I I imagine that they were enticed by E. G. saying that they would commit to a system of raising up tier two North American talent, which they did commit to over the course of this year. Uh, but yeah, if uh, Riot's got a, a bit of a difficult situation, if some of these organizations do start having serious problems, because where, how do you draw a line like this? Like, how do you figure out when you should proactively try to replace orgs within the system? If you ever do, like, are they just going to wait for orgs to completely dissolved before they did that? What happens if they did it mid-season? I don't know. Do you want a more proactive system, or do you not want Riot to be that hands-on? I think all of these situations are really complicated, and there's no easy answer. It's not like, Riot should step in immediately and get rid of these orgs, but it's also you don't want them to just leave orgs that are obviously going to fall to pieces there to compete, because when they do fall to pieces halfway through the year, you're just going to ruin a bunch of players' And probably the competitive integrity of the scene as well. Um, so I think it's actually a really difficult um, si- situation for them to be in.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: All right. Well, listen. EG, they could have used him.
0: They tried to get him. But he went with Crew instead. <laughs> <laughs> love that it's narrative. It's he's, Messi. He's gone. <laughs> he's gone to crew. He's a new co-owner. He's supercharged the croupium, the unprecedented heights, Bren. Yep. Your thoughts? I got a lot to say on this. Aguero, you you Aguero, yeah, Aguero, <laughs> Aguero was my GOAT in FIFA Ultimate
1: Team 12, okay. but Messi was on another fucking level <laughs> in FIFA Ultimate Team 12, 13, 14, the GOAT. Mm-hmm. I hope he goes to the Riot Games arena so I can take an awkward selfie with him. That's all I have to say <laughs> on this. All I want to do is catch him at that little basketball machine that yep. they all hang out at in the, in the cafeteria. Yep. And just go up to him and be like, "Messi, I'm a big fan. <laughs> Love your work. Love your work. Let me take a picture. That's it. That's all I want to do. That's it. But this, this is interesting because I... A crew on any path to profitability. Is this just a Sergio Aguero is boys with Messi? He's like, hey, bro, I got this, I got this thing, it's cooking. It's called esports, and you should get involved because it's it's a massive, massive inclusion. I mean, this guy is probably the biggest athlete in the world. I would say.
0: I mean, it might My be the most famous uh, uh, man on on I earth. I think so. Yeah, I
2: think so. I mean, maybe. Dude, what the hell? Top, the the
3: soccer? Soccer. <laughs> is top best three is Top three footballer in the world. <laughs> What did you love say, him? Mimi? I'm Mimi's just,
2: just popping off about America things. I was let's just, just about being American. I'm sorry, I, back,
3: <laughs> I was talking about how this guy's not the best athlete in the world. Jalen Hurts, my quarterback, is the best player in history. <laughs> Anyways, uh, what's better than one famous footballer? Two. That's pretty sick. But Messi I, is I think massive. If nothing else, this just lets people that don't really care about esports, but are like, oh, I love big famous footballers they can just look at this and be like, okay, cool, I have a team to root for. Just having something little like that, an attachment yeah. to a team that you... Why is my phone talking to me? That's not supposed to do that. Um, Just, like, an attachment to a team that you wouldn't have already is really big for just building fandom. And also, presumably, he's dumping some money in. So that's cool. Shout-out to Crew.
2: Yeah, I just hope Seems it doesn't Seems like get a bit burnt. of a non-story. Sorry, oh, what'd you say? It seems like a bit of a non-story, to be honest, because it's just like...
3: It's the oh story in This guy doesn't get famous spoilers. Famous guy joins team. Dude, How are just like excited?
2: This is coming Shaq from the guy invests who's... in NRG. NRG have a ton of famous co-owners catch me snoozing. I don't give a shit. I mean, okay, cool. Look maybe messy. it'll make a couple more people tune in, but unless he's going to be co-streaming, it's not going to really change anything for the organization much, is it? Wait, what is this top 10 list? Everything. This is... Uh, he's number four... According to this list that I googled, but uh, I have of, no of idea what? of, the, men? of what? the most famous, most famous people? people in the world that are alive. All right, who who's above can him? we guess one to Where's a Sha- track?
0: Sha- I'm gonna
2: guess I mean, the Rock Sha-
0: can't be above. Who, no. who is above him? Ronaldo.
1: But it, this feels like a very American focus because Messi is Messi is a global icon. So how would are the other American global focus? icons? Because American America focus like the biggest sport in the world is
2: American football. Ooh, Ronaldo Cristiano Ronaldo. Missed. No, it's it. not American focused. The Cristiano uh, okay, Messi wait, would not be at number four if it was American top focused. Oh, Jeff
0: Bezos. What is number <laughs> one? Uh, oh,
1: oh wait, is that oh, a... uh, 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 <laughs> it? Ah, Messi. <laughs> Messi, 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 Messi. Tech Bros, get him out. Get them out, bro. They made that <laughs> list. They wrote out. Yeah, I mean, up. the
0: difference is if they showed Messi at champions finals, the crowd would have been doing somersaults yeah, and backflips yes. and yeah, not yeah. booing about the building. <laughs> that would have been that would have been the major difference there. But okay, so now that we know that their new investor is the fourth most famous man on the earth, does that change your take, Josh? Yeah,
2: it's even worse i mean they should have just got, they got jeff bezos to invest <laughs> that would have got the people going Dude, I, 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 I can no, i can I'm, dress up like him if you like and i'll be in your company we can yeah. we could put out a plat chat thing of jeff bezos is invested in plat and it'll just be me in a suit
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: i'll shave the an awesome
3: idea.
0: yeah i mean you know i i see, actually you're going you're you're letting the
2: you're letting the follicles do their thing huh Uh no, I shaved my beard off today because it was looking disgusting, and the hair is next to follow. But I was stuck in a vod dungeon today, watching six hours of video games to try and catch up, so that I could speak about Cloud9 (laughs) fanatic.
0: Oh yeah, oh I thought you were gonna spend six hours deep diving UCAM versus Heretics, and really (laughs) see what went Uh, wrong in the Korean finals.
2: Uh, uh, Um, (laughs) (laughs)
0: all right. Uh, oops, I scrolled too far down the topic list. Um, let me see, let me see where we were at. Ooh, Heretics. They get taken down by UCAM. Four hour deep dive coming up. Okay, Team Liquid. They've signed the Apex Core and finalized their roster. Josh, is this satisfactory? Will they be better than
2: Heretics? I don't care because the announcement video was sick. Did you see the announcement video? I didn't see it. Can we play it? Can yeah, play it? I mean, Run it, the it's, tape. it's dope. Run the they um it was like as if they were planning a heist. So I don't think you're gonna be able to really tell possibly, but it's like they're you know how in every heist movie they get the group together, they yes. get the crew. Yeah. So it was Dude, that this. Is so, it's, that is so they're good. getting the crew together for like the heist of the century,
1: and it's so well done. Yeah, that, I really like that. That's nice. I love that trope getting the gang together. Yep. You always need a yeah. hacker. Oh yeah! You always Dude, look get how the hack good ends.
0: Yep. Yeah, the brains. The, ends brains. the brains. Yep. Uh huh. Yep. Then you always you get the heavy. Yeah, the heavy. The <laughs> you big always guy. get one. He's got a so broad. Big He's got yep. some broad behind. Yep. Every time. <laughs> I mean,
2: you got to get some the reason. devil man. <laughs> Every <laughs> time. <laughs> Yeah, damn. for some reason what? they've got <laughs> gnats here fighting for pandas' rights. Like that's gonna help them on a heist. I don't know. Yeah, I don't I know exactly how that's gonna help them. Dude,
0: this video is sick though. Always it nice. is. It's
2: really well done.
0: Team Liquid definitely. They make. They definitely know how to make a good roster announcement video. They've done. Yeah, this that former yeah, roster announcement times. video, the Frag movie one, was amazing. Yeah,
2: they they make some good uh, videos. <laughs> Hopefully, they. I also think win that. Now i think this is what organizations have to do when the concept of like leaking the rosters is so prevalent you need if you're like a liquid or a navi where everyone knows your roster already basically and they're not that excited if you just announce it you need something that actually gets people interested either in the player personalities or in some cool concept around your roster being announced so that they start talking about it again uh, the the Navi artist and um, <laughs> an angel one was unbelievably good, and this one's also fantastic too.
3: I'm a fan I of love... this team because Nats wants to save the pandas in the videos. Great work, mm. Team Liquid.
1: Yeah, I love them including their fun facts in part of like the cartoony animation with each the player reveals. But for Kaiko, they just had loves anime and like <laughs> the, and I just know they asked him like so what are you into like what's what's a cool factor we can use in the video and he's like I love anime.
2: I like watch anime. <laughs> they are <laughs> like, okay. Damn, relatable. The, we'll
1: He's
0: just it.
2: like me. <laughs> the guy's doing the video there as well. Like, when it goes back to, to the group of them, the, the GM and the coach, they say, everyone needs a token weeb. The <laughs> <laughs> have to take bit as well. <laughs> That's
0: really good.
2: Gotta have the weeb duelist.
0: Um, okay, enough about the video. I need thoughts and opinions on the roster stacking up against the rest of of the European competition. Are y'all satisfied with this team?
2: Josh, your brow is furrowed. Yeah, because I don't know the answer, to be honest with you, because I-, I felt like Mystic was a really good smokes player when I was watching him play with Apex. And I thought that Apex were mad favorites to be able to win Ascension in the first place. And I don't really know what the atmosphere was like on the inside of the team, whether they choked, where, like, I'm just a little worried, I suppose, that. The former Fnatic players have had choking problems in the past on that team. Then they go into Apex; they look like clear favourites, and they choke the finals away as well. I I actually think that General Mates played fantastically in the finals. And if you listen to General Mates coach, they had it like all scripted. They they deliberately trolled their scrims so that they would not reveal their power level, and then they came into the game and destroyed. Like that's actual fucking Akuko Sihei things <laughs> existence, new former life gaslighting us, um, and. I'm a little concerned by that. I'm also concerned by the idea that Team Liquid... I don't know. They looked like they had so many wonky ideas last time. I'm hoping that that was mostly Redgar, but I think some of that comes from uh, Yampy too. I-, I think it looks like an alright roster. Okay? I think it looks alright. But I don't think it's setting the world on fire.
1: But it's one of the better EMEA ones.
2: Well, I'm not I even think- sure about that, is it? Because... Mm. I feel it like punching, in the EMEA you have Fnatic,
1: a... NaVi, Fnatic, NaVi. Foot, maybe would look kind of nice. maybe look kind. I mean, they nice. should be punching for a top four spot minimum. Yeah. Right.
3: Yeah. No, I I feel like yeah, top four is very reasonable. A lot of teams are still kind of up in the air with rosters, or didn't make a ton of changes, or kind of have stuck to regional rosters, whereas like. I feel like this one has some of the most potential for upward growth. It's not like me looking at like liquid at the beginning of last year. It was immediately like this is the most exciting roster I've ever seen. But it seems like logical upgrades. I think bringing in like, I I think I, I honestly think what a lot of it hinges on is where the trolling of liquid prior was coming from was the source? Who is the spout? Will it stop here?
1: But sometimes, it is... sometimes it can just be a bad mix of chemistry with the players.
3: Yeah, know? but but that's what I'm saying. Has that been ridded from the team? Is like yeah. Enzo coming in, a new person to lead, picking up the guys um, who who were playing in Ascension last year? Is that gonna be able to give them the reset they need with the Apex guys to come back and kind of? have reinvigorated ideas because I feel like Team Liquid just had like this shadow floating over them for like three iterations of the roster of the same trolling stuff that we were seeing that I think was especially prevalent last year with just some of the the compositional decisions with just some of the synergy always looking off I I think that this is enough of a reset (sighs) switch on the roster that I'm really hopeful that this is the moment where we see the potential because really on paper this should be a roster that I'm more excited about than I am
2: Yeah, I think that's quite reasonable. I'm not that concerned about the trolling aspect of it. I just don't see the like if if I was gonna pick out another team that I thought had really high heights, but might not realize it, but like has a ton of potential, I'd actually be looking at teams like Team Vitality Mm. rather than Team Liquid. Um, with runner, safe, destrian, kick, sender. I mean, that that's like that's a, a nutty up and coming roster. More so I actually think Team Liquid are more like the solid team that will be more towards the middle of the pack i i feel like they're going to be competing with other rosters that have a lot more variance than them like carmen corp for example are a really high variance team i think they've got a crazy skilled roster but none of them have played the roles before they've got four duelists and magnum we don't know what gentle mates is going to be like gentle mates beat the core of apex in the finals i don't know if that's going to continue but they should be a similar who, who kind the, of skill level. Who were the teams last year or this year who did the
1: whole duelist experiment, where they picked up players with overlapping roles and then tried to com- like form them into a global you want, esports? You want me to name all
2: the teams? What well, it was global esports? Oh, oh the f- ones that just picked up a bunch of duelists. Yeah, I feel like there's a lot. Of them. I felt like there was a lot of them, but I can't, I can't think even... of any. I mean, I, mean, I, I d- think didn't Giants do that to some degree because they ended up just kind of having like. Patinio played flex at some points throughout Mm. the, depending on what the comp was. Nuku ended up going over to Cypher. They're not like a full duelist team, but... Yeah, but I don't think they counted for some reason in my head. They don't count.
0: Every team in Korea, ever. It felt like... (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I don't know. But I I feel like it's
1: never
2: (laughs) worked too well. I mean, maybe all at once, yeah. But I think that the general trope of really good duelist players becoming really good supportive players has worked a lot. It's just that if you try to do it all at the same time, it does tend to yeah. fail. Yeah, force to pieces. But I just think that Liquid are going to have a lot of competition in the middle of the pack in EMEA. I don't think that... The, like, for example, Giants. Now, Giants might have inherited the trolling stick because Redgar's joined the team. There's a very <laughs> decent chance of that. But if they haven't, that roster looks talented. They won LCQ. They've got really good um, players on the team. So... Again, they're another team that I would see competing with Liquid. I don't think top four is that easy for them. Yeah, maybe
1: not. I mean, it's it's hard to no. tell with these. Like, all of our predictions are usually wrong. Like, oh yeah, heading into
0: the years. Well, but... I mean, well, actually, <laughs> what do you think that's gonna <laughs> stop us? <laughs> I mean, well, are actually, you, what you I see you... that somebody yeah, made? They the... they were gonna what, stop doing uh, it. What the hell is what? Bro up
1: to? What is over he there? Doing?
2: What? <laughs> 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 What is, what this is that?
1: For? Huh? They be posting this? He's,
2: he's polishing his award.
0: For the he audio the listeners at home, I'm not going to describe to you what we're seeing on screen.
1: <laughs> somebody, somebody, somebody did. You're make interested? A... You got <laughs> to watch. Not tell you. <laughs> I was saying before though, somebody made a post about our predictions being correct. Oh, I mean that one was ridiculous. Yeah, you want to go through that? I mean that, that well, one was insane. Because they they were talking about how you were saying that Demon One was gonna be the most
0: call me the Doctor for a reason.
1: You You were saying (laughs) the Demon One This is before he was in Tier One. Yep. So apparently I predicted that Champs twenty twenty three was gonna be in LA. This is just me extrapolating like predicted. Predicted. I mean it was a fair guess. Los
0: Angeles, the the city of dreams the the backyard of Riot Riot Games. Yep, the 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 greatest city in the world. Yep, <laughs> everyone's yeah. favorite city. We both didn't put Ye in our top ten because we knew he was going to get cut.
2: Yeah, no, because I mean, we knew forgot he was going to Was obvious. I forgot. Wyatt about forgot it. the best player of twenty twenty two existed. No, it was
3: a prediction. No, All I ju- We just
1: knew he there was going to be internal <laughs> dilemmas and he was going to get cut.
0: Yep, I uh, predicted Loud's twenty twenty three run because. Well, because it was the
2: same as their 2022 run.
0: And it was obvious that it would occur in the same way. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. <laughs> yep, Josh, don't try to downplay greatness, all right? Listen, I- listen, Josh, it's okay. I know your name isn't mentioned in the post, but it's okay. <laughs> like, you get a ton of stuff right sometimes. Like, uh, you, you thought Gambit would beat Crazy Raccoon in Berlin, and you were right. Like, <laughs> you got that one right, you know what I mean? So it's okay, it's okay, you get stuff right too. You're- you're- no, you're- you're doing a great job. Um, Wait, what, I'm what going else? back to this episode and Josh is just not here at the start of it. What is <laughs> oh, was, was Wilkinson late? <laughs> I think this oh, is the first late. one where it was like he was like late late and then oh this episode was off the fucking rails i actually remember now because oh, wilkinson showed up one. late and the energy was insane <laughs> <laughs> this entire episode this is genuinely i think this is actually my favorite episode we've ever done yeah Flat Chat episode 118 the first one where wilkinson was like late late yeah. this was an all-time classic.
2: A, a certified hood oh, this classic. Is, this is me explaining how I got scammed with my wrap. Because I bought a wrap, it looks like it's really big, and then the bottom third of it just doesn't exist. It's just not <laughs> a
1: thing.
2: <laughs> was this when you just
1: moved to the UK?
2: Yep. It, I, I don't it was. Around that right. that time, I, that, moved, so
1: yeah. he's too used to the American portions at that point. That's why he's complaining about it. Because mm-hmm. Yeah, probably. Yeah, dude, American
0: portion sizes are crazy. Yeah, bro. Come on, we... Not like, come on, Southern bro. boys like me, <laughs> down <laughs> in Texas, we
2: don't we don't play around. I've, with literally, I, like I I've literally lost 20 pounds since that episode just by eating UK portion sizes. <laughs> yeah. You've lost 20 pounds, something like that. Yeah, I don't oh, know. I don't cr- weigh myself. I think something like that.
1: Look oh, at bro. this guy. You but you also, you you're getting more active.
2: What sports are you playing? Well, yeah, I'm playing tennis and badminton. Yeah, regularly. Look at this guy go! go. Don't wow. don't do that in America. I've got a, They've never heard of exercise in America, unless you go to the gym.
4: (laughs) Don't know what it is, famously.
3: Um, Dude, why is it that in America, the only option if you eat out is it'll be like a 15 or like million dollar entree and it's massive. What happened to small food for for small, small little, small little measly little men who can't (laughs) lift weight like me?
0: I mean I don't when, think that's true.
3: What
0: did that <laughs> yeah, I, I I just think that least, Mimi's lying. A lot of food places in <laughs> a lot of food places
1: in Austin actually do have like little little piddly little um, meals dude. Like, in all...
3: philadelphia i i'm like i i live within like a reasonable distance of a bu- of a million places every bodega it's like the most ungodly portion size you've seen there's a place in the city called one pound cheese steak that just serves a one pound <laughs> cheese steak <laughs> and that's their whole shtick and it, it's just it's death if you eat in it in the
2: uk you could buy a one pound cheese steak but it would be about that big because it only costs a pound <laughs> that would be the difference
1: <laughs> uh... <laughs> right,
4: uh... Uh... Does uh, Greg's live up to the hero. height, by the way? <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: what? Damn, what the fuck? Well,
4: no, saying, Greg's uh, does, does not live up, up to
0: the hype. Should... <laughs> I heard that and just... I couldn't even react for a moment. I, I just—that's such a dad joke. I, I was stun locked. That's such a dad
1: joke. Dude. You do you pull this out on the cast, and I don't know how to react. I sometimes I just <laughs> ignore you on <laughs> the casting. Like, and then and people say we don't have banter between each other. It's because he, cause he pulls out the absolute fucking. He's got his. He's got, pulls out a notebook. What dad jokes are we whipping up today? And then is it, that
2: is that? And I'm just like, Whoa. I think that was a good one. What, I, I think that was a good Jesus one. Jesus Lord, I that just Greg's Greg's is terrible. <laughs> Uh, I adopted a dog that used to belong to a blacksmith. Don't reveal the don't answer. These are all, like, submitted.
0: Well, I, I kind of want to see this. Yeah, oh, these, might be, these might be These yeah, terrible. Like zero wanna... votes. Right.
2: Well, I don't want to know what the answer to the <laughs> wife joke was then. I... First thing he did when I got him home was make a bolt for the door. I mean, that <laughs> is... <terrible>.
0: That's, <laughs> <terrible>. <laughs> I mean, that's
4: right. pretty good.
2: That's pretty good. All right, all right,
0: all right. Wait, what do, are we looking at? What do you more? call
1: a pony Wait. with a sore
0: throat? Oh, my uh, a little
3: Hor- my a horse. My wife got
0: me a little an alarm horse. Clock. A horse? You blue. don't
3: call
2: her a horse?
3: No, I said a horse. What do you want about?
2: I was alarmed. <laughs> that's terrible. That, I that's, mean, that one's not funny.
3: That's not even what? a joke. That's not
2: funny. <laughs> what? <laughs> this, that can you give that a downvote? <laughs> what do you, was, a uh, a what do
1: you call a pony with a sore throat? A horse. What do you call a pony with a sore throat? A little
0: horse. Okay, we're moving. That's terrible. <laughs> That's not funny.
1: That's I a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> That's a good one. By the way, eat.
2: actually, have you seen have you seen the YouTube channels where basically all it is is like podcasts that didn't really pop off as podcasts, and they just end up like doing uh two people sat down and you both tell dad jokes to each other and the first one that laughs does a tequila shot. And they, they genuinely have like Millions of views on these videos of just telling <laughs> awful jokes to each other and drinking, and we could do that so fucking easily. We could I mean, it is a- money with these awful jokes. It yeah. is a great concept
3: dude every every white man who previously thought oh it'd be so funny if me and my friends made a podcast is now what if we just made a tiktok channel it's (laughs) just some of the things you see are dreadful it's guys like that it's guys who think the peak of entertainment is i'm going to stand out on the street and i'm going to just hassle people or i'm going to be like i have 20 dollars if you do this podcast. come on dude give me content Pay Please the
1: applause the for algorithm. The
0: amount of people who do that in on like 6th Street downtown. Really? Yes. Like if you go out, you're going to get asked a question like, what's the... What's the trait you're looking for in the perfect woman? <laughs> like holding a mic through, like their phone to your face.
2: I'm serious. Fuck. There's
0: like no Wait, we should go out in Austin that, like, every fucking Dude, night. We should, do, we should
1: do. We should We should go. Version. You should go
2: out and and video them. Video yourself doing all of that and just turn them into the content. Yeah, <laughs> just we should turn, turn it one hundred percent to a parody
1: version where we just don't. We just ask questions that don't make sense. <laughs> and I can't, I can't think of it right now, but it's just like, what so, is what? Your favorite what is one thing traffic? that you've done in your life that you should be in prison for? <laughs> 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 Are we just trying to try get people to get to, like, Grimes? <laughs> I, mean, I, I thought you were going to end it, it
2: there. I thought, gonna, <laughs> Brenna, I thought you were just going to... I thought you were just going to say, what's fed? one thing you've done in your life? Because that would stunlock me if
0: someone just pulled me on the street and said, what's one thing you've done in your life? I'd be like, I can't think of it. I, I can't think of it. one thing. <laughs>
2: Oh it's like god. the name a woman, name any woman, and people <laughs> just get completely yeah. stunlocked.
0: <laughs> oh my god. Uh, good That
1: Christ almighty. me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my god. Alright, um. Alright. <clears throat> order in the pod. Serious, serious. No. Okay, okay, serious order sorry, okay, hey, in sorry. the pod. <sighs> no more jokes. Sentinels win their own tournament. Let's react. (laughs) Oh, no, that happened. (laughs) Um, So let me give the breakdown. The Sentinels, they wanted some tournaments for the offseason. Where's our content? So they said, we're going to make our own tournament with a co-stream couch. Mm, Curious. Wonder where they got that idea. (laughs) Wonder where they got that big idea from. No one ever co-streamed before us. Yeah, that's true. Um, They stole it. And so they had a little four-team tournament. They won with Zelsus the super sub, against Moguls, Oxygen, and G2. Yeah. Are the Sentinels hype levels going up? Yes. Yeah. I would yeah. say yeah. so. Okay. I mean, this
1: gives me a lot of faith in the, in the Sen city. Like, so much so that, listen, I've got a cheeky $5,000 that I could spend on a personalized 1v1 session with tens if I invested in the right company. Are they still doing that? Are they still Wait, doing that? what? The Sentinels I mean, investment thing? Do
3: not know about this, Wyatt? Do, I mean, I know. You like, that's not a real
1: perk,
2: that. is it, though? Yeah, I think you can 1v1. Yes, you I can think 1v1 probably play. something like that.
1: Beck. Something along those lines, yeah. But, but listen. I think it's I, like
2: 500 bucks for a jersey. Sen,
1: Sen, this Sent team is for real. They you are, guys are trolling. No, we're not trolling. We're not trolling.
0: They're genuinely hard like these investment engine. folks. They're crowdfunding. I mean... That, I can't remember when this was. It was like months ago. Listen, I, I mean, you need to have perks, but that caught me off guard that I could spend five thousand dollars. It might not be five thousand. Why is considering
3: more. it right now?
0: It's a good value. <laughs> price. Five people. I don't know, but <laughs> I mean, listen, they, you need to have. I get it. They, they, no, no, that's fine. You got to. be very that, but caught me off guard. This
1: team looks good. Go on. This team looks good. They were rotating the roster for like, the entire time because they've got just like the bubonic plague spreading around the entire like cent office. Yeah. Like tens was sick for a bit, right? And then Pancada was sick initially. Um, But um, the my number one takeaway from this, I think, is that Zelsis should not be the water boy. I don't think Zelsis should be the bench boy. True, He should 100% be on the starting roster. Him, John QT, and Zekken I think, minimum. And then past that point, just work out who you want as a solid five. Because uh, listening to the comms listen-ins, which, again, fucking goaded idea that we yeah. would love to do in VCT and just even a semblance of it, but then the little... The little piddly piss boys complained at various teams <laughs> about us fucking revealing comms and oh, how about a little fucking trust, huh? Goes both ways. Let us let us peer into your minds. Let us listen to your fucking comms. Anyway, they were doing it here. They were doing like full listenings, and it was awesome to listen to. Like you could you could genuinely see the impact a lot of the individual players had. And Zelsus was popping off, bro. Like most of these rounds that he was involved, like he was popping off. And my my number one takeaway was that he should be in the starting roster. Like, he, he shouldn't be the water boy. He shouldn't be the bench boy. I think you, you need to have yeah. Zelsis, Junk UT, Zekin, because Zekin, again, go to player. But that's what you want as your core. That's what you want moving forward if you're Sen.
0: Yeah, I, I remember when Zelsus became a free agent and we were talking about it. Um, I, I remember asking and seeing if everyone agreed and that he would be a good addition to literally any team in VCT except for Fnatic at the time and i think yep. everybody disagreed and I, I mean it's just proven the case yet again it's just crazy that he's uh, you know he's yeah. he's keeping that bench nice and toasty <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah and honestly thank thank god for zekin just perma being primary duelist on this team. he's just so much more proactive than tens even mm. ever ever really was on that role and, and even before in previous iterations of this team he just looks himself on that role it's really nice and especially with combined with zelsis with him being such like a proactive comma or someone who can like help out john qt just having that voice in the team just looked so good for this team they they were constantly uh adapting way faster than you would see previous iterations of this squad do which is pretty sick i mean they're they're looking real good and a lot of their individuals are also in like rare form when Pencata eventually beat the plague allegations he come he came back and it, I feel like I was watching, like, Pancata from Champions for, like, the first time in two years. He left, he went and got some milk for the team, He he's back.
2: <laughs> yeah, but also, people were talking about Pancata being, like, a rough player or washed or something when he spent the entire last year playing an off-roll, and then he played one map while he was sick, or, like, one match while he was sick, and then this was the first time that we'd actually seen him playing with the team properly, he hadn't been scrimming, so... I think people just... The problem with this team is, actually, that, in theory, they have a really good six-person rotation roster. Like, you could make an awesome roster on a map-by-map basis by rotating these six players around. What you can't do is create a perfect five-person roster for every map, I think, at the moment. And in order to get to that point, you need Sassy to continue improving on Sky, you need Tens to continue rounding out his agent pool... And you also would probably need to just bench Zelsis, which is a tragedy because of all the things that we were talking about. Zelsis being amazing at in terms of what he brings to the comms of the team as well and the energy. So that to me is a bit of a pickle because I think a lot of the fans of Sentinels are going to want Zelsis to play if they're playing, you know, if they run into a rough patch. But we've never really seen a six-person team work in Valorant. Apart from the very old Heretics team when they were playing with like Rubino or something. <laughs> but I am literally discounting that as false evidence at this point. Because there's just so-, so many more iterations of it not working. Yeah, I'm I- just talking about the fact that they they could run a six-person rotating roster, but I don't think it would be wise. But it's the oh, most tempting no, thing to go that. for with this roster. Because otherwise, trying to find a so- solid five core, just leave Zelsis out... And it means that you're really relying on Tenz and Sassy to continue getting better. And they, are, they do look better.
0: Yeah, I don't like six-person rosters ever. I have never liked that one time. and never will like that one time. I just don't think it works in a game <clears throat> like Valorant because the, no. the core thing that carries
1: your gameplay is gunplay playing off of each other, like the overall, just like your mechanics... Your chemistry playing a part in that and like how you trade each other, how you entry sites, how, how much you're on the same page of things. Whereas like other games where you might run a rotating roster, it's, it's agent depth, right? Is where you would do it because you, you want somebody to play a different agent. But I don't think in Valorant there's ever... Comps matter, don't get me wrong, and agents matter that you play in the game. But I don't know. There's so much more that goes into Valorant gameplay that, that decides whether you win or lose that having your core five matters way more. Yeah, That's
2: just been proven. I also... I, let me don my 10s hater cap for a moment. Oh, yeah, if you yeah. were going oh, to try yeah, to... No no, oh. no, no, no.
0: Oh, oh, he's trying to go viral again.
2: Uh, <sighs> no, here, here no, 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 no. Just say it, Josh. If you were going to create a five-person roster that was the best possible roster, I think it would be with him on the bench and Zelsis in because Zelsis is insanely flexible, adds more in the comms, etc. But... Ten's played out of his mind on a couple of these maps. His Yoru on Bind is spectacularly good at the moment, actually. There's nobody's able to replicate what he's doing on Bind with the Yoru. I don't think it's going to work at the top tier one level. Like, I think if he plays against the top teams in the world, if they make it to a Masters tournament, I think it will get countered. But at the moment, at the level that they're playing at, it's it's fantastic. And his breach ha- has looked really competent, too, on Sunset, and especially the defense side of, uh, of Split. It looks really good. So, they're they're starting to flesh that out nicely. I just think that, again, if you were trying to make the best possible five-person roster, it would make the most sense to still have Zelsis in there because he adds more, at least as far as I'm aware, to the communication than Tenz does. And again, that's not just based on me fucking listening to the comms videos or something. We were allowed to sit in the comms uh, for multiple matches throughout the year last year. So, yeah, I I think that it's not a disaster zone like it was when Tenz was on Duelist, but... It's just still awkward territory for them, where they really have to focus on getting tens better and better and better and better if they want to continue to improve and, and getting Sassy Sky better too. Yeah, I, I do really like this era of Flex Tens.
0: I think it's very analogous to MW0. I think they've basically had the same trajectory in two different regions, both the duelist star player in the region for the early portion of the game, and then it's time gone on mw's switched over to like the very flexible player
2: role, except mw plays sky where he plays really aggressively and can still rifle a lot and tens is not playing sky at all which is also meaning that sassy has to play it all the time when he doesn't want it. well i don't know whether he wants to or not but he's not as good at it as the like silver uh fade breach that he would otherwise be playing yeah maybe
0: they'll still have him pick it up within the, uh, you know, still a, a solid amount of time between... And NW you know. is back to duelist. He's, about, he's back to dunking on people as duelist. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I mean, well, do you know that for sure? Have they played?
2: Or is that just they've like... They've played one... They've played one tournament match, something. They, they played some, like, a tournament with Tier 2 teams in, I think, and NW oh, gotcha. smurfed on
0: them. He absolutely shit on them. Got you. Um, also in this tournament... G2, what are the thoughts right now? I think it's fair to say, at least based on these opening couple tournaments, underwhelming compared to the expectations placed upon them. Do you all at least, do do you guys agree with that? Is that a, a common sentiment here?
3: I mean, I think people expected them to just come out and smoke and kind of continue the trajectory they had from... (laughs) <laughs> um from from last year after winning ascension because it was just like the team on like the biggest upward spiral throughout the year upward yeah that's a thing we'll go with that <laughs> uh, but uh, coming into this new year i mean they they are making a change they're trying to implement a new player and to their credit i i think some of the sentinels games obviously they had like the the sunset choke the first time they played like it hasn't been great but i still think they've played some close maps against the sentinels it's looking a lot better and a lot of situations where they could have closed out and won it i'm kind of of the mind that it's still pretty early in the off season we still have what like Two, three months before the season is probably going to start back up again. That I'm not going to try and be like a, a judgmental carry. I think I think it's easy to be in the mindset that swapping in one new player is really easy and it's just going to be a you know a plug and play switchover. But historically, I feel like we've never really seen that in Valorant. I feel like Hundred Thieves last year is the best example. Everyone was like, Oh, they have Cryo, they're going to come out, they're going to be amazing in the off season, it's going to be perfect, and that never really came to fruition. But it got closer with time. I'm kind of just of the camp that. We know the G two core is good. We know Leaf is good. They are not in a perfect spot right here yet in the off season, but just no overreaction.
1: Yeah, I, I am holding my thoughts and my tongue, and my ears and <laughs> my eyes, and I'm I'm holding back a lot of everything.
0: <laughs> You're ignoring I'm all ignoring things G G2. two.
1: things G2 or okay. d- just just I'm, I'm taking everything with a massive grain of salt in this off season. I'm learning from my mistakes where I was an overreacting Orwell. Yep, and I all oh well. Yep, and I like from 1984. Yep, and yep. I I, I, was awesome the, oh, I was watching all the I was watching all the off tournaments of last year, and I was coming into it with all these expectations, and a lot can change in t- in two to three months with these teams. Like a lot can change. Like you can go from looking really really strong in a lot of off-season tournaments (laughs) 100 thieves and then like suddenly it slips away for a variety of reasons or you can you can have the absolute opposite trajectory you can look absolutely hopeless and go on to win champs so there you just don't know of a game like this and a few months can make a massive difference in that i wanted to give them a bit more time there there was a whole controversy with this regarding their, their communication their comms right but then oh, yeah. the the whole thing that that whipped around. I can't remember. I mean, how long is this tournament going on for? Did we talk about this last episode? I don't think no, so. No, that was I a, don't think so.
0: That was a different one. Yeah. There there's been a lot of little Sendels show matches and stuff going on, but this was just over the past several days. But that was that was a massive overreaction from the larger community as well. Where that's I
1: mean, that's part of the reason that adds a, a bit of a bit of credit to, you know, the players that don't want their comms put out, because again, people will overreact to the largest of things, which was
2: just, you know, literally yeah. telling them to clear comms. Clear comms, just and like shut up for like, Shut That's up. That's very toxic. <laughs> yeah, it's just insane. Absolutely insane. But um, I think that the uh, the G two guys had not scrimmed very much. They took a significant break over the course of the off season and have just gotten back into it. As did hundred thieves, who we'll talk about later. Um, and so compared to people like. I guess, you know, Senna not playing with their full 5-person roster, but they were scrimming at least, you know, like a bit before that. And um, the other teams here, like Oxygen, I know, were scrimming all throughout Champions as well because a lot of the Champs teams were playing against them. So they've been playing quite a bit more recently. Um, I-, I think that G2 will be fine. I think that they're, in my opinion, I don't know whether the stats really bear this out, but Valen's attack side calling still looked really good. I think that he was finding very nice holes in the other team's ideas and they just didn't seem like they had enough systems set up with their defense side to be able to win maps where they should be able to just you know rack up a bunch of different uh, whatever it is like set plays or little protocols or like hey we need to reclear this period of time the stuff that just takes a bit of a bit more practice i think they'll be i think they'll be there i think they'll be fine but um, they, they definitely didn't impress in this tournament like some of the other teams did. Like, MXS's retakes looked so clean, even though they went out first. Oxygen had Verno and Redux just popping off, looking insane. Sentinels yeah. had, like, John Cutie coming out of... Um, coming, coming in as, like, a super soldier to carry them through a bunch of clutches and stuff. He performed to a nuts level. Has definitely increased the fragging on that team, compared to if you think about the old, like, death version of Sen, where they actually had an IGL. So... Yeah, a lot of, it was a great tournament, to be honest.
0: Yeah, I am uh, not worried. Honestly, it really didn't. Maybe, maybe this is too unreactionary, but it genuinely did not. Does just doesn't phase me at all. Doesn't change my opinion at all. Still think they're going to be excellent next year. Just <laughs> that—that's really it. I, this is not affected me. I don't think this is uh, holds significant weight in my mind. Um, but. I'm going to give us a, a new opportunity to overreact. Ooh. There's going to be a lot of those, <laughs> okay? It. New chance for everybody to overreact. Under Thieves. They played at the Red Bull home ground. They did not have a good showing. They went out 0-2 to DRX, playing with Flashback and Foxy 9. Um, they did beat Scars, okay? So that, they did get a win. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, yeah, they also lost a foot. But the main game was the DRX one. Um, well, Foot might be them, to be honest, but we'll get into that after after this. 100 Thieves, they have Nature in. EU, officially, Nature, Stand-In, the using this tournament as part of the trial period process. You know, potential option. It seems like is still floating around as a potential option for 100 Thieves as well. So, you know, probably looking like it's between those two guys. Um, I'm going to start with the person who is very biased against 100 Thieves Josh what are your thoughts I'm not very biased
2: against 100 <laughs> Thieves what is the, where's this coming from <laughs> um nature said that they only had about 9 days of practice before they went into this which to be fair I think is more than Fnatic had who ended up winning the entire tournament but that's Fnatic and that's not 100 Thieves um they did look really rough in this um the, they'd lost to foot they got absolutely devastated trying to play the Viper Harbour composition on Haven, and they weren't playing it very well, and Foot had very good ideas of what they wanted to do to counter it, and they smoked them. It was it was very, very one-sided. It was not one of those, like, oh, the game looks closer than the scoreline suggests. They also then looked shaky in the game against Scars, too. Like, some of the coordination was a little bit off, their ideas seemed weird, The individual player performance were like, you know, EU was like, missing his smokes or using, uh, sorry, missing his flashes or using all of his utility at the start of the rounds. That was also happening on Haven. They look really out of sorts, but it looks like so out of sorts that it can't possibly be the way that they will play for the rest of the year, because I know that these players are better than this. So I think it's mostly just that they haven't had very much time together. Um, And I hope that there's another opportunity to watch them later on or watch them when they get Boostio back so that we actually have some idea of our expectations heading into the season, because I don't think this is even useful.
0: Uh, well, I mean, it may end up being useful if nature does end up staying with the team, which is certainly a yeah a possibility. I, I The game against foot was super rough. The BO3 against DRX, I actually thought that they were playing pretty okay. I thought throughout that entire game, DRX were sort of the the constant. They were just solid throughout with some... Moments of stacks magic uh, occurring, especially on on Breeze on some of the crucial rounds. And Hunter Thieves, they had a nice mixed bag of some fantastic rounds and some shocking rounds that would just drag them from, you know, a a, a moment of hope, a couple good rounds strung together, and then they would just lose in some tragic, tragic fashion. Um, Especially towards the end of this game um i think if you want to play like round 18 kurt on bariza that was a good example that i had written down but and then uh on the second map on ascent i've we're just uh lotus or yeah sorry lotus i mean, um and then still cryo when he's got the op he's definitely very good on that ascent defense he was going crazy and on that ascent defense too they had some really fantastic uh, rounds where they were doing a great job controlling part of the map then pushing through it rotating really quick into the hit i mean this was just ridiculous they they tried to uh uh or wait uh, maybe this is i can't remember which round but uh, oh, i thought it was this one it might be a different one but there was a round where they uh had ended up getting three players all locked down on this game. Oh and yeah, if, that was when Asana uses ult. Yeah, I thought it was this one, but I was mistaken. Oh, this was one where they all are they push into sight uh, and just get ecoed in tragic fashion because four players or three players were all swinging lower, facing towards the right side. Flashback is all the way in the back of sight. No one has their crosshair there. No one is looking for that. And he just shoots two people on the side with a sheriff at like 10 HP while, uh, ulted. So it's just, there were just some tragic rounds in this. Yeah, I wish, I thought this was going to be that round. But yeah, there was a round where they got three players on Hunter Thieves got locked down because they were trying to break the lockdown with no time on the clock. And it was just like, oh my God, it was just some painful rounds, but... I, I didn't think that overall it was really that bad. I thought there were a lot of solid rounds played. It was just these tragedies that, uh, you know, let it slip through
2: their grasp. I think, though, that to me, I had the a bit of the opposite perspective on it where I felt like the things that they were doing well were so limited. Like, they, they were winning when Cryo had an op in his hands. But if they can't win at other times on their defensive halves, then that's gonna be a big problem for them on ascent. And they started out on Lotus playing their defense really like actively. They were, you know, pushing an area, then going back into B and they they always had something going on in their defense. They had a lot of good ideas. And then when DRX made they took a timeout, they adjusted and they just they simply couldn't hold on after that. DRX were winning all of the A main fights, taking all the space from them, and 100 Thieves just got baited into uh, engagements and died, and then they couldn't put any attacking rounds together on basically either map. The attacking rounds to end, when they went 11-5 up on Ascent, and then the attacking rounds were just tragic after that. And I know that Ascent is like one of the most difficult rounds to attack on, and they haven't had very much practice there, and Nature's a, a sub. So I'm, I'm kind of throwing some of that away. But yeah, I thought I, I I wasn't inspired.
0: No, I wouldn't say I was inspired, but I wasn't the every ounce of hope was not sucked from my body <laughs> walking the, As watching is the that standard game. with hundred
3: thieves in the past, of course. I, I I
0: I saw there was there was there was enough good for me to not just be in a in a dismal state after watching that game, but there was also enough just outrageous, infuriating stuff. By the way, I I just messaged you really quick, I don't know if you saw it, but it was round 11 that I meant to um, ask you to play, also from Lotus. It's the three-man detained round, uh, for anyone who hasn't seen that, fantastic play. It's a very funny one. It is Mm. uh, a Shakespearean tragedy, but (laughs) yeah, not all hope is lost for me. I thought there was enough good, to, to balance out the egregious yeah. for, a, for a, an early run for a Dude, team. All these issues, a lot of it,
1: all of it, though, you can just blame on them not having a solidified roster and not having reps, though. That's how I felt watching...
0: See, this yeah. is stuff that they were doing Sorry. that I like, though. They were pushing aggressively a lot on defense uh, with Asuna on Ascent and Lotus. They were getting a lot of first kills. I-, I didn't actually check. I would not be surprised if in this series they had more first kills than DRX, and then they just fumbled the round afterwards. Um, I mean, here, I mean, this is a perfect example of it. They get all of A control take out the viper which is so important on attack lotus and then as the lockdown is going off look at how much time is left there's like 4 <laughs> seconds and they're trying to break it and three of them get detained at the site no. that it's is just an awesome a route. tragedy it's it's just they they were doing like the the good things that they were doing in a lot of cases were being overshadowed by the
2: outrageous fumbling in in scenarios yeah. like that yeah they did actually have way more first kills on Lotus than um, than DRX did. Yeah, they had uh, seven more first kills. Yeah, than... they, and they were just so they it was twelve and no, what is that? That's fourteen and seven in terms yeah. of first kills, Crazy. Of first
0: death. Crazy. They had they were getting so many good openings on both sides, and that that was I mean yeah, that was one of the the highlights for me, and on ascent too. There was they, they were doing that as well they're doing a great job getting openings taking a lot of aggressive map control early on and then also kind of ruined at the end yeah they just completely crumble up 11 5 and lose 13 11 um yeah but Mm -hmm. all right well that's enough hundred thieves for me today (laughs) unless (laughs) anyone else needs to say anything but not all hope is lost everybody hundred thieves fans rejoice there is a glimmer of hope what is it well, there, there were, they, there were still some good play. <laughs> oh, was the, okay. it wasn't just
2: I... I mean, the glimmer of hope is that nature has been announced as a stand-in rather than a full-time. That's the glimmer oh, of hope. In my I mean, Josh. I just, dude, Wilkinson, is that not, not see, a glimmer of this hope? This guy hates hundred Getting... thieves.
1: I don't think that's fair, dude. I'm fair. not
2: hating hundred thieves. I think that is fair. The idea that you're gonna get Boostio, the IGL that just took his team to win champions. And that's still a possibility, even though you haven't heard anything. That's got to fill the 100 Thieves fans full of hope. Sure. I'm not saying it because nature's shit. I'm saying it because <laughs> Bustio's such a great addition to this team I mean, if they can make it work. It, but
0: you said it in the worst way. Okay.
2: Josh, it's not what you say, it's how you say it. And I don't like how you said that, okay? Okay, well, I'd but- like to apologize to you, and in the future, I'll try and communicate things more reasonably. Mm. Thank you, Wilkinson. Let's talk foot, because... they. No they're good. <laughs> no,
4: what was that?
2: Yeah. What was, what that, was that? What was that? No, that was just me trying to communicate effectively. You know? Uh, I just foot I
3: mean, looked really good. Aren't you happy?
2: I yes, I am happy actually. No, I they they do. They look legit. They look like the truth. I thought that they were gonna make the finals of Red Bull Home Ground. They didn't, but I thought they could.
0: Yeah, dude. No
2: no one expected Curry to be him in this
0: I tournament. Didn't. Oh, I you put, did? I, well, no, you, actually, you I did expected it? But yeah, I did put right, Cloud9 in the finals. Okay, yeah,
2: yeah He yeah. put Cloud9 in the finals and in the previous episode he said it's because Curry's gonna smurf on them like it's ranked. Yeah, and he did. Did you actually? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, never mind. Bren is, is the He's wizard. He's the future.
1: But,
0: but we'll get on, we'll get on <laughs> that. I'll, I'll explain my thought process with that. Okay. <laughs> okay, but you're gonna... Okay. <laughs> For the audio listeners, <laughs> he left. <laughs> he got up <laughs> and he walked away and will not be explaining his thoughts.
2: So, uh, Josh, J thoughts, he's opinions. Goated. Dude, Yetujay <laughs> is so good. He's so I good. He's- I, I, he's- I said this on my stream, and I was so scared to have this take and verbalize it for the for the silly criticism it was going to bring down upon my head. But I actually think he has some better instincts when he's playing Sentinel than Alpha. And the reason that I'm comparing the two is because they're both Turkish Sentinel players, right? But I think his actual like instinctive like opportunistic lurk timings and the way that he uses his utility and that kind of stuff is better than Alpha's was when he first came into Tier 1. Now, Alpha's aim is absurd. Like, this is utterly ridiculous. Take. Okay. I've I, I thought it might ages. be because... Well, yeah, of course you, you have because it. you're the number Wait. one Alpha hater.
1: I'm not an Alpha hater. Alpha's a fantastic you player. To... Okay. But he's not well, a... Alpha but... is a fantastic player, but he's not a, a natural-born Sentinel player like he's never well, had the yeah, mind for uh, yeah. Sentinel.
0: what play. was he born no, to do you, you
3: to think fucking any any fry. little baby is born into being a Valorant player of some kind my mother saw me come out of the womb and is oh uh, she'll be a Silvermane one day what are you talking th- <laughs> <laughs> anyone can be anything mm. they want to be it's a free country but
0: now you were giving esports so, commentator as a baby so
3: <laughs> <laughs> that's true people honestly
1: are naturally more aligned to a certain play style and Alpha is one... This is
3: like astrology for like... No! <laughs> you can literally
1: yeah. see it in the way that they play that when Alpha is like thinking about the way he's playing sentinel in
0: certain positions, roles when he's using his util...
3: So Mercury's in retrograde. Of course he can't play Soba.
0: <laughs> okay. <I> mean, <laughs> Alpha is giving Capricorn Venus. <laughs> but go on, bro.
1: I don't have anything else to say. I just have to say that I was saying this for ages and I did get crucified for it. Was saying that... Yeah. That, that, that I didn't think Alpha was, like, the best Sentinel
2: player in the world. I don't think that yeah, he takes the role. But I know naturally. what you mean. you mean. You mean that he still gets huge amounts of impact, but it's more to do with the positions he it's plays in the rifling he does rather player, than Because he his... plays on an unbelievable team, like, individually, individual-wise. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's, I made, mean, he's never I, given yeah, me the
1: impression that he's a smart Sentinel player.
2: I think he's become a very smart Sentinel player, but he does just use, like similar setups every round and just rely on being able to be in the right place at the right time to hit the shots. I agree with that. That's why I was saying I was really impressed with Yedijay because I feel like he is like that just intuitive Sentinel player. He's got the lurk timings are all fantastic. The way that he reads the map is excellent. He's given the freedom on this team to play aggressive when he needs to, but he doesn't overface and feed. He doesn't have that like overheating tendency that you'll see from a lot of people when they're in a bit of a lurk role. I think he's an excellent player, and on top of that, he's got really good individual skill, too. Yeah, it was pretty... So he doesn't actually play... People love. are going to say he's like the second coming of Alpha yet. He doesn't play anything like Alpha yet, is kind of like the point here. He 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 plays in a much more like Nats or Sugetsu yeah. kind of style.
0: Yeah, I was uh, pleasantly surprised by how impressive uh, Foot were in this tournament. Um what do, what are you guys hopes now going forward for them? Do you think that they could be a team that could make it to Madrid, as this, the current topic title says? That's that's a hard
1: one, isn't it? Only how many teams make it to Madrid? Two teams, two, two. from each region. I mean, that's that's a tricky one. That is a tricky one. You think, but they've about also the got a head start
2: over there. some of the other EMEA teams that aren't currently participating in off season tournaments or stuff like that. You know, we it's a bit of a closed door. I don't know whether Navia hardcore scrimming at the moment. I don't know when they're going to start. I don't know whether, you know, these other teams... To be honest, at the top of the table, if Vitality don't um, immediately come out of the gate swinging, I think Madrid's second spot looks like it's between Foot and Navi, to me. Those are the two teams that are the closest fighting for that. And Foot have come out with some really good ideas already.
0: Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's dependent on Vitality to me. Fnatic are uh, shooing
2: obviously, and then yeah i I totally agree i think they can do it and also i heard i have some insider information so i recently canceled my xbox game pass and (laughs) they got in i I canceled my xbox game pass because i was like okay i'm spending money on this i'm not using it because i just stream valorant all the time right and And hbo max and i'm down bad I, yeah, I cancelled the HBO Max as well. I'm on I'm on that thrifty kind of diet, why I'm sorry for cancelling the HBO Max that I was letting you use. So, all right. so I it. um so I, you know, that stopped me from getting all of the agents in Valorant and somebody reached out at Xbox and they were like, Can we do anything to help you re-sign up for this trial? And I was like, Yeah, if you give Cracks also an Xbox Game Pass so that you can play all of the other agents, then I'll I'll rejoin up. And I think he, they did it because Krax has been playing Sky, he's been playing Sage, he was playing Cypher. He was playing, like he was playing yeah. all sorts of other things. Yeah. So I think they've done it. I, I, so I think I'm going to have to sign back up because he's been playing mm. all sorts of other agents. Not just KO. <laughs> I'm, here.
0: I'm here for it. I'm, I'm, I'm here for it. I'm, I'm messing with Foot. But you know who I'm messing with more? Well, a little bit. I've got a lot to say about this next one, okay? Because everybody knows that I'm a little bit passionate about Zeta Division. A little bit. Small amount of of passion. Now, overall, I'm gonna say I'm pretty satisfied. I'm pretty satisfied with what they did out there on the field this past weekend. They had a lot of (laughs) hustle, a lot of grit, and I like that, okay? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Now, Mm -hmm. I will say, what I am— Unless Now, someone has to clear this up for me. Did I miss something? Why is Depp not playing? Did I m- on a break. He's on a break. Okay. Yep. Thank you for clearing that up. I didn't know that. I was looking for the information. Josh, this is why you're our all-star journalist. <laughs> um, so that, all right, I'm glad to know that. And now with knowing that, uh-oh, my hype levels are even higher. I'm going to be totally honest. <laughs> because that, what I was seeing out there from Zeta, um, especially, I mean, I I really like, here on in the roster he's fantastic i like where yeah. they're taking this a lot and when depp is back in the roster he his duelist last year was fucking fantastic laz looked in excellent form love the kj i dude i'm here for it. this 2024 is the year of zeta i swear to god it is happening they are going to be one of the top teams this year lock it the fuck in josh react to that I think you're right.
2: You think I'm okay. I, right. I, I was watching. Mean, think right.
4: now we're I think you're right. I was talking. I was watching. Come
2: on, I was watching these Zeta games. I tuned in, right? I, I, I didn't want to co stream the Red Bull home ground because it was too late at night. It started at like 3 a.m. And so I raided Slicky, who was doing the raid. And I sat there and I watched the beginning. Is this the first time that C9 and Zeta played against each other? I yeah. think it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah. What, what so I was watching want? this game. I was watching this game. Yep. I can't remember what round I won, Kirk because this was like Look the very this. first series Look of podcast I watched. But I started watching a couple of rounds as the games began, and then I started leaning forwards in my chair, and I started leaning further forwards, and I was like, "This Seda team is cooking. Why is right? They just had to replace Crow with a player that had hands, and it and it worked. <laughs> yeah. it works. It did. It's absurd." I mean, Hero Ron is super talented. The sheriff yep. shots that they were hitting and the eco rounds that they were winning were absolutely ludicrous. I actually think KaDI, the sub that they had in play in Jet, was kind of nasty too. But it looks like he doesn't have the <laughs> agent depth to be able to <laughs> That's play full time, by the way. Curry's name was on point.
0: Yeah. Um, but yes, John, I didn't. I'm going to be talking. Josh, I didn't think okay, but
2: were, I didn't let, think you were going to be with me. <laughs> I didn't know you if let, be see with I can me. let's but, see if I can drag it down a little bit though. Because okay, what are you okay. talking about in terms of them being a top team? Because they already made champs last year, right? By winning LCQ. So are you saying top four like make champs again? Uh, I'm
0: I'm saying that in they're going to be one of the teams that are going to be qualifying for the international events out of APAC. And at the international events, they're going to be a team that can
2: contest for the playoffs. Um, I think that's going to be tough because there's good competition in APAC. I think DRX, Paperex, and, uh, I mean, maybe Bleed. What are the other- is, is there another Pacific team that I'm missing that looks like it's cooking this year? Aren't, aren't a lot of them just, like, still performing? I mean, I, I- I don't know
0: enough personally um, about some of the Korean players that have been added to Gen G and T1, but I, I know there is, T1 is excitement is kind around t cooking.
2: Them. Um. T1's cooking.
0: But- Again, uh, lest we forget, I I will go back to this quite often. This is the team that won LCQ, and they th- with two players that have been needed to be replaced for like two years at this point. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is, yeah. and Hero yeah, Ron is a serious changes.
2: upgrade. He he is very good. Um, what were your yeah, thoughts that's, about? That's Uran? where I have because I didn't really notice Uran being that. Amazing for them, but I didn't notice him being terrible either I, I was my attention was drawn so much by other people while watching yeah, honestly, I kind of end up ended up feeling a, a similar
0: way. it was not yeah not non detrimental, not explosive nor high impact in the same way that you were seeing from here on or the vets on the team um, but also i do i mean th- there there were some good moments from uh, uh, Kaideh, <laughs> however how you pronounce it. Yeah, I don't know. Wow, just,
3: she's you know. playing Hunger <laughs> Thieves Kaide so <laughs> on, on
0: Zeta. But uh, when Depp is back in... I mean, I think if... I genuinely... If Depp was in for this, they're in the finals against Fnatic. I, I truly believe that that's the case. Depp was so, so fantastic last year. <sighs> um, but yeah, that, that's going to be... Final placement for me, I think they're going to be a, a team that is. I mean, also in my APAC, you're talking about the other teams. Like, I think that this roster is going to be in very close contention with DRX and Paper X in the top three. Bleed, Gen G, T1. Again, I don't know enough about Gen and T1, but pure speculative take that they will be just on the outside of that, on the fringes. Same with Bleed. And then for qualifying for international events, maybe the first one will be tough just because there's only two teams. And I could see any of the, the three DRX, Zeta, Paper X uh, being the two, two of those that make it, if you know what I mean. That was mm-hmm. weird phrasing.
2: Yeah. Um, That's the only problem is that it's so limited. Top two, then top three. Like you still have to be top three to be able yeah, to make top it. top three, to, though, um, I think they've got that. Shanghai, too. I think they can I, I think I think it's, they've got I think it's possible. You know what gives me a lot of hope though as well now that my memory's being jogged of Zeta is that their IGLing has improved a lot as well. And I don't know whether that's because Carlao is the coaching and has just given them some like some tips on how to operate, but they they were doing 131 one defaults that were so much better than anything that I've seen from Zeta in a long time. They so needed that. The, the way that Laz was moving them around the map was delightful. And I'm not sure whether that is because of out or whether it's because these players that he's now got, Laz, are more, like, proactive, able to do their own thing, able to come and feed him info and work on their own. You know, it could just be the difference in player personnel is allowing them to play differently. But when they were playing, I can't remember who's it against, but they were playing Ascent versus somebody. And I was like, damn, these guys are, like, it was they're, they're cooking. Yeah, against Cloud9. They,
0: they were fantastic in that game. It looked game. so good. Yeah, hype levels, unprecedented. Are you on board, Bren? Uh, APEC is such a mixed bag with teams where well, we don't even
1: know what they're going to place. I think it's, that's hard to say that they're going to be qualifying for events. Have you seen spice bags on TikTok? What? <laughs> no. What? <laughs> what? Mixed bags, spice bags. It's, just, it's like this thing. I don't know. Left uh, uh-huh. One of my favorite Wait, things is you're seeing about. Americans react to Chinese cuisine in Ireland and, and the UK. Mm. and seeing their reactions to gonna it? Be because it is so far different. removed from actual chinese cuisine at this point because they needed to cater it to the fucking people of Ireland and the UK and right. and spices are just non existent you know just like okay. they don't they don't get used what's but, your um, point
2: <laughs> what there that wasn't really a point innovation? to this it's just that you that took the words right out of my mouth Josh. Just, just, <laughs> i um, thought you were, i thought this was all leading up to if they make it to shanghai they're going to have a better tolerance what I'm for spicy so they're apex, going to be able the to the empire region is a bit like a spice bag you just never know when you're going to get a good
1: one because i've seen some oh. i've seen some good ones and i've seen some absolutely appalling ones online so i'm just, just like the if gen I was, z version of life is like a box of chocolates yeah, life is, is like, us, uh, no. life spice, is like bag. A spice a spice bag from a random takeaway <laughs> on the corner in ireland you just don't know what you're going to get <laughs> and same the same applies to the apex teams i just don't know how, the, how a lot of the teams are going to shake up and I don't mm. know which ones are going to be the strongest it, the, I, I could not have made any sort of semblance of predictions towards what happened in the middle of the pack of APAC of this year where we had teams yeah, like RQ so making a bit of a, a resurgence and you know Team Secret really being up there on top of it when, when you know I had given up on a lot of these teams just inherently and Zeta Division as well I had given up on and the fact that they qualify for LCQ so I, I just don't I just don't know I, I need to see more I need more information to make my calculations you know what I mean
2: Yes. I it think okay also Bleed is such know. an unknown. Wait, what were you saying, Josh? I, I was saying Bleed should be a contender for those kind of spots, and yet they're such an unknown because they've had to sub two different people in, and we haven't seen them in the offseason. We don't know what they're going to perform like, and those are really highly performing players that they've had to take out. So yeah. it's, you know, they could be nuts. They could be absolutely amazing, uh, as they were last year, and maybe it's even an improvement for them, the roster moves they made, or maybe they lose some of that magic and they just end up being a middle of the pack team that doesn't make it to any of the international tournaments. It, it's yeah, hard to tell, but I think that makes APAC very exciting next year.
3: I, I think it's honestly just going to be similar to this year. Like so many of these teams honestly seem so evenly matched and up in the air. I, I really hope it is like how Pacific started this season with just like every team is beating everyone. And it's just who the hell knows what's happening except for DRX. DRX wins and paper wins.
0: Yeah, it's okay. I mean, I'm, I'm hearing a lot of like, who, who knows? I don't know. I do. <laughs> I know. Zeta. What do you know? Top three. Top three. They're making it cool. to the international okay. lands. They're contending for playoffs. We'll wait for the next prediction post to Just come up. T- this is the yep. evidence. Mark, remember this when you see a Reddit post? Yep. November 7th, 2024. <laughs> remember this moment. <laughs> okay? <laughs> Okay.
3: This is the moment.
0: Let's talk about Cloud9's expectations now. Yeah. They've got to be a lot higher. I mean, this was... When this roster got announced, I was whelmed. Very, very whelmed. Not underwhelmed. Not overwhelmed. I was simply whelmed by this roster announcement. And so far, they... Have exceeded the whelming expectations, but pretty significantly. Yeah, this was a great showing from them. They had Curry subbing in, who I I can't remember the last time I watched Curry play in a match, and he was going crazy. If Curry wants um, to play in
1: pro play, they just his team needs to convince him that he is doing a ranked to the number one spot challenge in another region, <laughs> and that's what they're playing for. Because yeah. it, I, I genuinely think like. That guy, w- with nothing to play for, with nothing to lose, you're like playing as a sub, you're getting a free holiday to Japan. Like the guy was taking so many more risks than, it, than I've ever seen him play. Well, I, I don't know why we're talking about Curry. He's probably not going to be playing on this team. But I will say, dead impressed with his individual play. But I think a lot of it just comes from the confidence that gets unlocked, knowing that you can do no wrong in this instance. Like you're just you're just here to have a fun time. You know, the team obviously wants to win. Um, but the, yeah, he was, he was popping off. Um, just on an individual basis, but also just the, the, the timings he was taking. He was taking a ton of risks and not really getting too punished for it, which I think is yeah. more of a indication that other teams haven't been practicing as much that were in this tournament because they, the discipline wasn't there um, uh, too much. But yeah, I, I was pretty impressed. The, the number one thing that I took away from watching Cloud9 was uh, I was worried that with Zelsis gone out of this team that they would lose a lot of the, you know, the, the constant communication that we that we praise Zelsis for, right? I was worried that that was going to be a large part of the identity of how Cloudline play, but they still kind of played in the same way. Where they're they're a team that they take those tricky timings against teams. If they if they're going into sight hits, they will actively re-clear an area of the map when they know that the other team is setting up for a retake. And they they did numerous examples. On this on this match, they did it all the time when they were going for the A takes, they would reclear out towards double doors to try and like catch fanatic unaware while they were setting up they did it on bind all the time like out towards elbow they're very very proactive at taking those weird timings when they go into sight hits with with the re-clearance and and it's one of the things that we always praise cloud nine on as well was why they were so good on ecos is because they would they would play like that just weaving in and out in in they're in the walls they're in the walls the voices they're in the walls like they would play like that all the time and it that that was still a strength for them when i was watching they, especially this match, there that was still a strength for them that didn't go missing was Zelsis gone, which which I thought was was really good actually. It's a good sign. And Oxy is in that case,
2: like Oxy is fucking He's him. So good. Like Oxy is so the, fucking good. It's it's unreal. The two are connected. I mean, you can't play a passive strategy when you have a verified crackhead on duelist playing for Jet yeah. for you. I mean, you, yeah, they you are so active. They are so active. You couldn't all the time. get Oxy to sit and hold an angle (laughs) i refuse to believe that he would do it he would just start re-clearing forwards anyway
3: i feel like you also have to give credit again to talking about the proactivity that they've maintained from last season to zeppa because both times we started the year with cloud nine for me at least i'm like oh look at these roster changes it's gonna be to such a disappointment to what they had before and then i forget that zeppa is just the goat not only was he playing like really well throughout this tournament individually but I think he deserves so much of the credit for that proactivity when he's playing flash initiator he's just like holding oxy's hand okay child do you want to run down mid in? I will perfectly set you up to do that here have a flash here have a skybird okay next vamp, I'm going to play raise and I'm going to also have just perfect movement and be an incredible individual player I, I was so impressed with him and again even though it's a different core at how some of these players on cloud nine, Zeppa especially, were able to, to set up a newer, younger player to an international team to such a high level uh, and have it work out really well. Uh, so, so that was pretty sick. I also thought that, that Vanity was also doing a pretty solid job at that. I like him playing on this initiator role. I think last time that we had Vanity in tier one, it was always a question like, oh, what's he going to play? It's going to be so back and forth. I I felt like he looked pretty good on the info initiator for the most part. And I was happy to kind of see that they're leaving Jake to just play his comfort role. Uh, But yeah, I I think the the big takeaways are like, this team has a lot of potential. Oxy is sick and he is going to be a great talent if they continue to develop. And uh, Zeppa still good and still good at setting his teammates up.
2: Yeah, so- I think Oxy's gonna get punished a lot though, unless he learns to calm it down. When he went, when he when he started popping off on bind, um, in the finals against Fnatic, he just got more and more and more and more aggra- aggressive until by the end of the game he was just getting shut down all over the place. And you don't notice that because the scoreboard still says that he's had an insane performance. Yeah. but he's like, they're in a two v two, and he's just running at the final two players to try to kill them. And he does. He kills them both, and then in a pre uh, in the next round, he gets his one, and then he pushes forwards and get uh, and goes one for one and puts his team in a rough position. He's got another round ways on uh, when he, he 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 Yoru ults to try to kill Chronicle. Have you seen that clip where Chronicle kills him while he's like getting fucking triple All flashed, flashed, flashed in the inside TP. the bind terraplot? Yeah. yeah, and but there's no, literally no reason for Oxy to teleport there and try to like he's just frag hunting. So I think that they need to work on that in order for Oxy to become a, a really top player because if he has bad tendencies like that, they're gonna get punished over time because nobody's gonna be able to outskill their opponents as often to make a playstyle like that work. And I think that actually that's one of the things that did happen in this finals is that I think Cloud9 had better ideas than Fnatic did overall. Fnatic haven't really been scrimming recently. They said that they were kind of pugging out this tournament and I believe them. It looks it looked pretty basic from them. But There were a lot of situations where their players would just win duels, where Alpha and Durka would just hold an angle and win a fight, and it's like, oh, it's over. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And they ended up winning this tournament because they just have more skilled players overall than Cloud9. Um, And, you know, you look at the other teams that are around in Americas as well, and there's, you know, Loud might be able to do that to them, but I think that that'll be more difficult with Aspas gone. Um... Leviathan might be able to do that with them as long as they're somewhat coordinated. Uh but yeah, I think it was a case of uh a case of reaching the limit in terms of being able to outduel these fanatic players. Just so often Alpha and Durka win like one or two kills in the round. It doesn't matter that you got an entry at that point. You're just losing the post plant.
0: Yeah, still the those aspects of oxy's game that you're talking about you know it's l- l- lest we forget this is still just the uh the biggest tournament that the young lad has played in and he's in the finals putting up 28 and 14 on breeze against fanatic to get yeah, the nice map to... wins against the greatest team in the history of the game <laughs> like that it is still despite fanatics not playing and not being at, at obviously like tip top shape uh, still bodes well for the future and there was a lot of When this roster got announced, a lot of, uh, you know, uh, what's the opposite of excitement? (laughs) Doubters? Yeah, there was- uh, There was certainly some naysaying and doubting, I think, around having vanity in the team, specifically around his individual skill, and that if it's- if he could hang with the higher level competition, like high, high level competition, and he was good in in the final series, like- I genuinely yeah. thought he was good. He was yeah. never... I mean, he wasn't yeah. lighting the world on fire, but he was clearly hanging with Fnatic, yeah. and that's really all that you can ask for. Um, so I thought that was, you know, solid. And even on Breeze, like, that, there were a lot of... He was getting a lot of big impact
2: kills, I remember, on the first half, too. Um, I think this is actually the best tournament I've seen from him mechanically, which, as long as that yeah, isn't it might be. just him having a peak and then everything after this is worse, but if he keeps... This level going forwards he's gonna be no worse than a plenty of other igls that we've had that are there mostly to direct the team and facilitate Mm -hmm. other players he's not actually going to be a detriment um so and and also i felt like uh his calling was at times really really good in this i was a little bit concerned um towards the end of the finals where it looks like it looked like they were choking their balls off um but they managed to recover it actually (laughs) And they didn't have too bad of a performance after that. But where where was it? It was like they were playing against Fnatic, and it was, uh, I think it was oh, it was on ascent actually, yeah. So it was from round six to round eleven, they'd they'd gone up for five rounds on their attack side, and they were just playing really poorly. And they managed to bring it back. They managed to win the map out, and then, uh, you know, proceeded to lose the next two. But it wasn't it wasn't a terrible choking performance. Uh, I am. I do think though that the way in which Cloud9 plays, the really heavy re-clearing on defense, the always being active, always being aggressive, they're going to need another layer to that. Otherwise, top teams are going to be able to read it and shut it down a lot more. You know, there's just so many things that you can that do against happened teams in this game. do that kind of stuff. It already happened yeah. in this game. I would, the, the it did take Bind for, for sure.
1: That i thought the reason why Fnatic won is because they eventually caught up to the tempo it took them a while each map was them was just a tale of them slowly ca- catching up to the pace and how they were playing and getting a feel for it and then eventually just being able to keep up because mechanically they can go toe-to-toe with everyone on that team on cloud nine so yeah but yeah Fnatic didn't show anything special with this tournament i agree with you josh i, I didn't really see anything too crazy out of Fnatic, but they just yeah just better macro play Good understanding of how they were playing. They, they managed to adapt pretty well in each map. Uh, and even uh,
2: when they get outplayed macro, they just kill you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I do want to talk about
0: Fnatic after this, but I guess the last point on Cloud9, our last question, is just where are the expectations placed for mm. them now? Where do you guys have them mentally when we're talking about heading into you know, the opening tournament, trying to qualify for Madrid, being in the top two, all that? Are the expectations...
2: For greatness? I definitely have raised my expectations. I think I think I said something like... How many teams are there? There's 11 teams. And yeah. I think I said something like I was looking at them around the like seventh position previously based on when their roster got announced. And the way that they're performing is way better than just a seventh position team, I think. It's just really difficult to tell in Americas because... America's out of all of the three regions has the most up in the air still to decide with EG and NRG. We don't know what the hell these guys are doing with their roster. And we, that means that we just don't have any idea how good those teams are going to be. Like EG might just be crap next year if they mm-hmm. let go of all of their players and just sign some, you know, complete last choice people that are still available at the very end of the year or they might still be insane if they try to somehow make it work out with the players that they had before so i don't know i think it's almost impossible to give a ranking for where you expect cloud nine but i'll tell you what i do want i want to see cloud nine play against sentinels because i feel like sentinels are now getting to the point where that would be a really good game i think previously cloud nine would have beaten them but from what we've seen recently of sentinels getting better and better i think that that would be a really interesting match
3: yeah, I mean I feel like the like safe thing to say is like they could be like top six. I'm trying to remember who's in Americas League again. I think there's at least 10 teams who play Valorant who are in that league. So that's that's definitely an option. That's um true. but I don't know. Sentinels I think is looking interesting and could be one of the teams competing. I I think the new Leviathan roster is looking pretty interesting. It's just like yeah, so much is still up in the air that I feel like cloud nine should be expected to be like a like upper middle of the pack like fourth through sixth team but i think they have a lot of potential for upward mobility especially with how much how how many other teams are still just complete huh it, like what is going on for Amy, them but yeah. i
0: want you to say the unsafe thing
3: what is the unsafe thing
0: you said you're going to yeah, say the it. safe thing i don't want to i want to hear the unsafe no, that was thing. it
3: that was really brave that's actually the bravest thing i've ever done to say that they're going to be a top 16 but maybe they're going go to be a top 16
2: but we'll see what happens that, we'll th- see
3: what happens <laughs> <guys? laughs> right. can someone know? say something unsafe I, friend? do
2: you want me to say something brave yep I think America's might be the worst Britain. region next. To oh,
0: okay, now we're talking. Oh, okay. now,
2: see, that's what I was trying to, you even know. America's all I of is going to the be the, of the worst regions. Juicy little. We've all region. been we've all been gassed up recently because America's has been popping. It's combined the Brazilian talent, the LATAM talent, the North American talent. There's so much talent in that region. The teams have been excellent. They've had the deepest placings at like a lot of the tournaments, even when Fnatic have been the best team in the world. But if eg and nrg can't get a proper roster together there's a decent chance that we're left with a bit of a mess like who are the top teams (laughs) in americas it's (laughs) leviathan who we haven't seen play together and have potential communication issues with the way that they're putting that roster together but they look amazing on paper don't get me wrong like the the actual like talent potential for that team is outrageous if they can make everything work And then it's Loud who just signed QCK as a replacement for Aspas, which I don't know what, I I don't really want to doubt Sadak because he's been so good before. But that's weird. (laughs) I I don't see the vision there. I don't see that being an improvement. And then on top of that, you have like G2, just one Ascension. Okay, they're expected to be a pretty decent team for sure. But at the moment, it looks like it's going to take them a little bit to warm up. Then you have like C9 Sentinels. Is that gonna be the guys, level of like? Where's our super team? Where's our like so top yeah. level teams?
3: What if I was to say that I think he's right? As much oh, as I hate no, this, I think guys, he's right. Guys, no. Wh- who is our team? Who is our team? L- loud, you don't know who it's giant? gonna be. E. G. is disappearing. I mean, it... they're making weird decisions. We don't know what NRG is doing. Cloud Nine looks fine. G2 looks fine. Sentinels looks fine. like. There's no team. Everyone else it's... has a squad. You have DRX and Paper X in Pacific, who both look, well, more Paper X look pretty good. You have Fnatic and EMEA, who looks really good. A lot of the new EMEA rosters look really exciting. And then nothing wows me in North America. If... That, that's why I feel safe, because I don't know. No team. No team is like, oh, they're going to win Americas. This is the fucking GOAT. Uh, 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 who is it? It, it doesn't exist. What, friend, Might
2: what, be you, loud. what are
1: you peering at me for? I already know which team it is. What team is it? Just like you believe in Zeta Division. Yeah. Well, you look so concerned. I don't know. I just <laughs> I don't know where you're taking me. No crew, man. I mean, they might have Messi, but there's no crew. It, it's fucking Sentinels. Oh, Sentinels oh, are the fucking oh, team no. that, that are going to carry NA. <laughs> Oh, and the America's region, bro. Like, Sentinels, as soon as they work out a core fucking roster, they're the team that's playing in off-season tournaments, actively scrimming months before anybody else. They actually have talented players. They have a good fucking coaching staff. Okay. But whoa, whoa, whoa. what are they missing? Okay, hold on. Trophies! And they're going to fucking get them.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. But, wait a minute. To take this to Josh's... What Josh said, okay. though. Okay. That, that the America's are the worst region... Hmm. Uh, that's just, are that's they a, not up, the worst region because of something unfounded? We have so many more complete rosters in America well, okay, than wait. all the other regions. Josh, are you talking? That's you including not true. EMEA has
2: the most. I mean, uh, no, I wasn't including China. I kind of forgot that they were going to be involved. To be honest, but um, <laughs> in terms of having like exciting rosters, I think. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, China's probably going to be a mess, like the average level of the teams. Yeah. But they've got you a don't think lot NIP really... are going to be doing damage <laughs> on the international I scene? I think that China's going to have some good teams, some surprising teams. But I think that it's definitely going to be like on the, you know, on the come up. And we're going to have to learn about who's good and learn about yeah. all of these, you know, new players. So, yeah, I wasn't really including them, I suppose. But, but I think, isn't Bren's... A fact at the end, there just a lie. Don't. I'm sure we don't have the most complete rosters out of everybody. We're not complete Where rosters, we don't but have like a the clue most who's rosters on and NRG. The most rosters were potential. I mean EU is pretty much just complete. Doesn't
0: well, EU EU have a, a lot of vitality? Vitality. Foot. Vitality,
1: Navi, fanatic, foot, fanatic.
2: Navi.
1: That's liquid, liquid,
2: maybe. I mean, I'm, okay. We don't have to go crazy. Okay, but so yeah, you, so you, liquid so four, maybe. Yes. So four
1: teams. Americas. We've got Lev. You don't have yeah. faith in yeah. Loud, but
2: Cloud oh no, nine, you can put Loud seven. in there. I just was had a question about them. Loud.
3: I don't know if yeah. I put Cloud9 on the same level. Under yeah. Thieves, if E.G. But, stopped playing the But I mean they
2: are like, Cloud9 beat in foot. If we're putting them in the same... Yeah, I mean, yeah. maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm just coming from a point of view of America's clearly being the most stacked region last year. And now it doesn't feel like they're clearly the most stacked. So I'm overreacting to they might be the weakest. But I definitely feel like there's a kernel of truth in here that the region looks like we've broken apart some stuff that was working. And it might be weaker than last year as a result of that
3: i mean i think the biggest issue is it's just every super team we had got super team it got got broken up from last year and just the talent pool is split we don't know where 90 percent of the eg players are going so that's literally our best team of last year completely split up that we have no idea about we have a lot of loud from last year that was our other like super exciting team split up NRG doesn't have like finesse playing anymore they're getting split it it's just we've been scattered to the winds and our brains in in na and in americas have been so conditioned to be like Oh, we're gonna have the optic core. We're gonna have the loud core. We're we're gonna we're gonna have we're gonna have EG. We're gonna have these teams that were always our teams, and now they're all gone, and we don't know what to think. And the North American yeah. brain cannot handle change.
1: Yeah, true. Uh, Sentinels. <laughs> what was their old team name before they rebranded the Sentinels? phoenix one phoenix, phoenix one and from the ashes they will rise <laughs> fucking then. Oh sentinels God. as the number oh one team in oh america i'm Indeed. telling you now it's gonna <laughs> happen i think that's team. i think that is the team that you need to pin your hopes on but you just but also you can't because we have our biases right josh hates sentinels we have our biases that's just not we, true we gotta you gotta remove your biases away from it but also this is to all the, all the little fans of sentinels you gotta remove your biases if yeah. tens doesn't end up playing you, you just got to remove your biases there, because it might be for the best. Even though I think Tens is a fantastic player, I just I think there's only just five slots on the, on the roster. I don't really know how they would
2: make it work with the with the players. I don't got.
3: think they're going to get rid of what? Tens, ever. No, they
2: won't. I don't what think the they hell? Of what were we talking about to get on this tangent? By the way, um, we talked about you said my, because you said Mimi no
0: said. I'm going to say the safe thing. And then I said, can you say the unsafe oh. thing? And then you said, I'll say something brave. And then you said that America's is the worst region. That's yeah. how we got on this topic. That's how we, and it's a good topic. I mean, you, you let us down on the light path in that image where there's the dark castle and the light <laughs> castle. You brought us to the light castle of good discussion. I think, now listen... What are the odds of APAC being better than NA, though? Because, Possible. I mean, there's a lot of good teams in APAC this year. A lot of good teams. I think that they're going to be at least neck and neck. Genuinely. I mean, and also, yeah. this is still... T1 and G still don't totally understand what's going on there because I'm ignorant. And if they end up being as good as I'm seeing some people hyping them up to be... Hey, maybe maybe we got something cooking, but still, DRX, PaperX, and listen, I know it's not having Jing sucks, but Monette is, yeah, is crazy. A great good. Very so PaperX are still gonna be sick. I, if y'all know I've, I think Zeta are gonna be sick next year. Um, and then from there, you know, we still we got. How good are bleed gonna be? I'm looking at Gen G. I'm looking at T1. Detonation focus me. I'm looking at Detonation and Global Esports. No, you're not looking at Detonation. No. <laughs> Don't look at that. Don't oh. look. But no, Dude, I think. Listen, it's it's dependent for me on bleed T1 and Gen G really, and where I think they're gonna end up being. Um, I, I, and maybe maybe I'm, I mean I might be writing off some of the other teams as just not being able to compete in the higher tier. Totally possible, but. I think there's a reasonable chance not even reasonable, I think there's a good shot that it's basically like just APAC is getting right up there to the same level as uh, at, at least
2: like basically at the same level as NA. I'm actually looking more at R R Q than I am at Gen G. Um because What's going on the Gen G so the, they're rumored to be picking up, actually, maybe they've announced it. I, I, I get lost in the leaks versus official announcements yeah. at the moment uh, in the offseason. But they're looking towards Jemkin. I think they already announced Estrella on the oh,
1: roster. Oh, I think they announced
2: Jemkin, didn't they? Oh, did they? Right. I, I, like but, I said, I just I get also, lost in the source. Again, I get lost in the rumors too. So, they But didn't? Jemkin's, Jemkin's really talented. And I think that this is a roster that's just... Um, they already had something cooking. Like when you watched RQ games last year, there were some games where you were like, "Damn, this team is this team's about to be really good." And then, you know, a couple of weeks later, it would be like, "Ah, fuck, they've regressed again." But I think that if they can find. <laughs> That was the what a shit website. That was the Jemkin announcement. But they they, re, they posted it again. They posted, they posted it, it again. It, I yeah. clicked this.
1: And I just they did here. post it again because I I had the same thing on the on one of the previous episodes, Kurt, when I was trying to find the tweet. Um, yeah. But no, yeah, you're right. They did. It. I, I agree and with you, Josh. His, yeah. they, here's they, one of the
2: reasons why I'm not super high on Gen G though as well. I assume that it's going to be Munchkin Ig I mean, I don't know whether that's true, but looking at the rumored <laughs> roster that they've got going on. I don't see Meteor or Texture being the IGL for the team. They're both overlapping as well in terms of the roles that they like to play usually. And I think that Texture's a smarter player than Meteor is, which yeah, probably means that I he's agree. not going to be on due list, which means that you're still going to get the Meteor overheats happening. And then is JoJo going to be IGL IGLing maybe? Um, but actually, yeah, did JoJo IGL for North Eption? I think he I did, know. didn't he? he was, JoJo I, I was the remember. Korean player JoJo that was, was also playing North Eption, on... though. He, he was, yeah. I he think was he player. was IGL in. I can't
0: remember. I mean, that's Lord knows. You don't. Um, you get ten different answers in chat. That's how you find it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even yeah. I, don't I mean, there's just you're not.
2: <laughs> I mean, you're never gonna discover the truth. You'll, but the 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 chat is saying yes. He was the IGL for Fennel. Oh, there it. The you there, It's prof- in the Twitter description Sonic? there. Professional Valorant IGL.
3: <laughs> That's awesome.
2: Why does he only have one leg?
3: He has two. No, the other behind two. Uh, he's behind his first leg. He's in the, in the soy, soy position.
4: Yeah. What do you the mean the soy, is soy is position?
3: is <laughs> in the, can I please have a, Can I please have some water? I do really like that. He's crossing his I'm little not, leg. I guess He's asking for something water I guess I know, I guess really I know what you mean.
0: The soy <laughs> position.
3: <laughs> Me
0: when I need my Beyond Burger. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I really want
0: to be on board. Um all right. One of my five a day. Uh oh wait, we have to, we didn't what? talk about Fnatic. <laughs> yeah, we did talk about Fnatic. Okay, let's uh, circle good back. Still. I hearken us back to the Red Bull tournament. Mm. Fnatic. Yes, my lord. Win. Is there twenty twenty-four now cursed akin to hundred thieves? I'm gonna say no. <laughs> um I'm gonna go out on a limb. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say that wasn't a curse, and Fnatic are gonna be fine, honestly. I think they're screwed. They uh, won the Red Bull home ground. It's over. True. It's over for them. We'll agree to disagree. Uh, all right. First point that I'm gonna make here. Leo. He's very good. Mm. That's my only point. Yes. <laughs> Brett, take it away. I, I,
1: I thought that you know there wasn't much new being shown by Fernando because they, they said that they weren't scrimming, right? Heading into this. Yeah. Um and they didn't get much practice. So uh, we didn't really get to see like any indicators of what um you know, the new coaching staff was going to bring or any new ideas. They were just taking it easy and having a bit of a holiday. But it was still enough to carry them through the tournament. Like, the individual play is still there. It's, it's still incredibly strong. They were using a lot of their old ideas and it was still working. Like, you know, I saw... Th- there was a few new stuff, actually, that I was noticing with, with Alfie, And it was like, I don't know if he was doing this before. And I don't know if it was just in adaptation to what people were doing. But, like, you know, um, the turret in Garage on Haven... He was, like, tucking it further and further in the more it was getting broken. until So it would still give a little bit of information. But then he was also doing the the classic thing, you know, where you ping out the position, you know exactly as soon as the turret takes contact and makes a noise, you just fire. And even though you're smoked off in Garage Window, you still get a kill. He was doing that. So it was just, like, there was some cool individual stuff that I was spotting from Fnatic. But overall, it was just, like, the individual's being just incredibly good, the chemistry still there with the team, making sure that they were they were playing well. It was more puggy. There were still letting there were still gaps in the play. Like that's why Curry was running rampant. I thought like there, there's no way that Curry was getting away with most of the stuff that he was doing against Team Like Fnatic, and they did adapt to it over a lot of maps. But oh yeah, Curry, uh, yeah. can you
0: pull up round seventeen from uh, Breeze uh, in the final? It was just it came. Came to mind because of what you were saying. Breeze, they
1: Curry. look really untested. At they definitely looked like they had not practiced that map much in in the new iteration.
2: One hundred percent. I think they actually. I mean, when I was watching them play Breeze against DRX as well, they they looked like they were just doing a lot of their old stuff. They were playing very aggressive on the defense side with Durka. They were trying to push down and get him in really advanced positions. I think the comp just sucks, man. I think that I think the Viper Harbor is the truth on this map. I think people mm, playing solo real. Viper are going to get. Uh, gapped because it just makes you so much more it limits you a lot more when you have to just play with one smoke and that's the wall that you have to use the whole time it just reduces the creativity a ton and alpha's still getting good value um on the defense (laughs) side in particular (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but yeah, this it's was. They're just tragic. trying to. This is the By the
1: way, round, they by the way we're,
0: for the audio listeners at home, we're watching Cloud Nine are on an eco against Fnatic. Alfie or, or, sorry, Curry has a classic defending the B site and he's just running around killing everyone with a classic. Just running through walls, picks up a vandal, getting kills. He was
2: just. He was getting. You know what so- I hate even more about this round, actually. If you scroll it back to towards the beginning, you see that um, Boaster mismanages his fuel. And at the start of the round, he throws his Viper Orb towards Double Doors so that they can cross. He doesn't come for Chronicle to cross properly with him as well. So, so okay, so Durka goes down, right? And he just sprints up mid with the spike. He just, this, he just, look at, look at Boaster right now. He's just running up mid with the spike. So if there's anybody there that's going to be helping um, Oxy get into position, if anybody was playing Tunnel or anybody was playing Nest... They're going to try and take a duel against Boaster and maybe win it. He runs up. Chronicle doesn't cross while the orb is up. So now Chronicle's just out of position with them. They Now they, need, they throw the wall, but now the A main player... The B main player, sorry, have already gone in. Now your spike player is just kind of there while Chronicle's like, oh shit, trying to shuffle his way through double doors. And Boaster's just like in an awkward position on an island on his own. The timing's bad to crunch these players in sight. Boaster still hasn't crossed. I think he was trying to orb up so that Chronicle could cross. So now he doesn't have wall or something. And now he walls up and they're like, they've just, it's just a car crash of a round. There was a lot of this kind of stuff happening from Fnatic. And in some of these rounds, they were just winning anyway, because they would just kill everybody on the other side. But it was not like clean, perfect, precise gameplay coming out from them in this tournament. Should I be worried? no no yeah i listen i know i'm I'm just
0: just listen i just have to ask for the people at home who may be they're just vibing like this is
3: like their third tournament they've gotten to go to japan it's like guys fucking pull out the old strap book we're we're chilling out just win this one you get a week to chill all good like i don't know they showed some new stuff it was pretty good it's fanatic
2: the only thing that's the only thing that's really interesting to me actually about um maps like this is that usually when they play double smokes it's going to be uh chronicle that picks up the viper and on a map like this you're going to be playing no sentinel so you're playing double smoke double uh initiator um at least that's what the the meta seems to be trending towards and that means that Alpha's going to be picking up viper and he's played viper on bind before in the past but viper on bind is much less active than viper on breeze viper on breeze I mean, actually, you can play it in quite a static way when you play double smokes, but generally it's like, you know, you're throwing your orb on the attack side based on where your team wants to try to take space. It's not something predetermined every single round. And you're, you know, the way that Boaster plays it when he's playing the solo smokes is that he sometimes holds the wall on defense waiting for where the attacker wall is going to go. There's like a lot more to it than just... If you think about how, how you play Viper on Bind, you literally put the wall down short and you throw the Viper Orb lineup in the same place every single attacking round, no matter what, and Alphie would stand in market and shoot his little snake bite over to, towards B-Long and he just played like the same shit all the time. And then he's like, right, I've got ridden my utility, time to frag the fuck out. And that's that's... Alpha. So I think it's gonna be interesting if they do go over to Viper Harbor comps, seeing him play a different style of Viper that actually requires more brain usage. Um oh yeah, Bala's in the chat reminded me that Alpha's just gonna play broken trip cypher. I forgot that this all of this is on the old the patch old where Cypher isn't as busted. So maybe that's not gonna become the meta anymore. But I still think that Viper Harbor is really good. So maybe people just play solo initiator on this map and the meta's like Viper Harbor Cypher. I don't know. <laughs> That's yeah. Cool.
0: Well, uh Leo's good, by the way. <laughs> just like yep. just the three K clutch one v three. He was uh going crazy. That whole series definitely helps when he just he's just one of those players that I don't I mean, I guess from the clutches. You know, what's that like what's that copy paste about like you don't remember a this guy kill? He gets all these kills, but you don't remember, but you remember a Hiko clutch or like whatever that copy paste you know what I'm talking yeah. about? That's yeah, that, that yeah. was Leo in a lot of this so, I mean, that's kind of Leo a lot of the times. Dude, I but think. that Hiko
3: clutch? He's just in like Berlin? 18 and Holy 6 shit, on the last that map. Was so <laughs> you, yeah. you guys was remember? Crazy. It was against Gambit. He like 1v3'd, man. Is that the
0: that most so iconic sick. Valorant play of all time? It has to. Yeah, be. it
3: was Hiko. Absolutely.
0: That's one of the great America
2: sports moments of you all mean time. On think icebox. Yeah. That's like
3: when we won the Super Bowl it's, last year. I think it's too bad. many
2: new fans have joined the game to the point where I don't think that can be the most iconic play anymore.
0: Well I think but that, that the, doesn't count The it's like, gone up so much. I don't know. What's uh what's an iconic what what's like an iconic I don't know like Dan Marino play. <laughs> it's Like an the, iconic the, well, the the one play that always I'm trying to think of in my an mind. an iconic sports play the, from sports oh. because just because it's old and new people are born doesn't mean it isn't iconic like I mean I would love for us know. to
1: do this on like one of the future episodes is that we all
2: bring together our. Like uh, our most iconic plays, and just re-watching. we should do that for the end of the year. I mean, we but, normally do an end of the year awards show, but like end of the year, uh, greatest clutch of all time award would be very be sick. good. This
0: is the great. I mean, I'm this is the most iconic moment in Valorant yeah. gameplay history. I swear, I don't think there's anything that tops it.
2: Hiko, are you kidding? Don't Spencer think, Martin. I think. I mean, the like um, the artist 3K when he seized in the corner of a center. Yeah, the, the artist RAs. 3K, the turret
0: always.
1: bug. Always comes no. to mind.
2: Not the, as the iconic as Eco, though. Melzer inting the spike into heaven and King no, having to get no, it back. No, no, no. That one's more niche. The Kang Kang like moment or the stacks yeah, kissing his mouse. Up. That's pretty King iconic. Fucking... Wait, what yeah. is that? King. King uh, lock in and <laughs> oh, <when laughs> he was. King
3: thing. But um, I don't even really remember King the clutch remember he.
2: He won up. on Uh-oh. Haven. He clutched. He was playing Breach on oh, Haven. He gets a clutch and then he stands up.
3: The Kang Kang.
2: With that just Yeah, Josh Josh
0: just Josh literally
2: that. just did that.
3: Oh, I don't listen. To can't Josh. be that
2: iconic. Me, me, take yeah, your hoppers. Nothing I did is iconic. <laughs> <in there. laughs>
3: I've had too yeah. many. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, I can't
3: focus on shit this episode. Uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the Hiko one. Sorry, guys.
3: I don't
1: think it's that. Well, Hiko has the most iconic day. moment
0: in Valorant and Counter Strike. The, the
1: Hiko, Spencer Martin haters Hiko are furious. Hiko to
0: mid doors. <laughs> yes. The, he, yeah. Are you yep.
1: kidding me? And he
3: I right. feel
2: like Happy's place I just got a message from Achilleos, by the way. He what does says, it say? Do you
3: want juice? And then immediately after, he says, Actually,
2: I don't know if I could give it without being <laughs> obviously tied back to me.
0: Um. <laughs> so, do you want to give it to me? I won't say who it's from, Achilleos. Yeah, just like we'll say it's from an anonymous
2: <laughs> yeah, source. Yeah, it was not from
0: you, Seth. Yeah. yeah. No, no. Well, oh, that's crazy.
2: I just got something from an anonymous source.
0: <laughs> um,. Is there anything else that we like? Is there any breaking news? I hit. A um,
2: really? Yeah. Playing solo cube. so yeah, only. Just one trigger ISO. Yeah, that's breaking news. Well, it's not breaking? but it's it totally is? Breaking, news. At some point, uh, at some point, we should go and take a look at this Crossfire Cup as well for like the middle of the pack EMEA teams because uh, there's some surprising results. Boring. In <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what were you saying? <laughs> Didn't mean
0: to interrupt. <laughs> wow. Incredible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no, I my mean, bad. I just. I,
1: didn't... I, Josh. Yeah, I mean. The amount of hours we would individually have to commit to this.
0: Um, it is I a had lot. one of the most productive also... days
1: I've ever had in weeks because I spent eight hours on Duolingo Korean. And, trying to get like Jake. I was, yeah, uh, dude, Jake actually was inspired. No, yeah, that shit no, was no, The main no, reason I'm no, doing it is so I can off so I can talk to Alice's parents. But 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 Jake was like, I was like, dude, if Jake's at that point after three years, I'm like, no he, dude, I should start now.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I know. Dude, Jake's so, famous now. Crazy. Jake is famous. I know that guy. I used to live with him. Oh, you did? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dude, that's crazy. Me too, um, That's crazy. <laughs> we all crazy. live together. In the house together, it was crazy.
2: (laughs) Los Angeles. I don't think there's any other news. Is there? Um, I don't know. The the Chinese tournament might be happening sometime soon as well. Act Uh, three. Yeah, Act act, three. Act three is the important one now because it's like that is the is is that not ascension? Yeah, I don't know. Also. Where do they come up with the names for these tournaments? This is China know. Evolution Series, Act 3, Heriability. <laughs> which isn't even a commonly used word, but it's like how you inherit... Um, yeah, like, you uh, variation in a phenotypic trait. So <laughs> The breeding it, like,
3: tournament goes crazy. I, I think they basically just... They wanted <laughs> to
2: call their tournament the Evolution Series, like, and they were like, man. thesaurus evolution words. And they just put in a bunch of, like, genetic stuff. To try yeah. and name their tournaments, is this the one that leads into? Is this the Ascension, or is it? Yes, leading Yes, but into it starts. The main event is November sixteenth. I think right. this is like okay. the actual Ascension tournament. Like if you win okay. this, so dude, don't ask me. It's if you confusing. click on main event, it might tell us,
1: and then scroll it down. It doesn't says do the, the price get? distribution. They, win, they just get points. points. They get points. But I don't know where where, where do the points go to. Who is it? I don't know. What, what does it lead to?
2: We need we need some experts to walk us through yeah, this because we are not them.
3: Yeah. That's an well, awesome dude, we, logo. I like
1: Dragon we Ranger could barely grandma. cover 3 regions and now there's 4.
2: <laughs> What's that going to be like? Um, Impossible.
3: Impo- it won't happen.
2: Yeah, probably. Yeah, we won't. actually we need to start a start engine ourselves so that people can invest in Platt Chat and we can just create a whole other show for covering mm. Pacific and China. Yeah, $1,000 and you can 1v1 Josh.
0: Uh, <laughs> on <laughs> <laughs> if you pay us enough we'll just I go crazy games videos. what
1: if they pay us enough we could just co-stream all the games and be up to date on every region yeah yeah sure, i mean they would, would have
0: to if they do that that would be a lot of who money they, <laughs> who's, who's they, they? Matt, millions of followers. <laughs> who's <laughs> they? um yeah you know i do like money but we don't have enough of it <laughs> <laughs> Um, alright. Hold on. Is that everything now? <laughs> I swear. <laughs> I swear this is everything at this point. I just want to see if there's breaking news. I feel like, I don't even know how long
2: I've been going, but it feels like it hasn't been that long. How
3: long Two, has it been? two hours.
2: No, well, a lot of the off-season big episode. episodes have been... For an off-season yeah, a lot of the off-season episode. episodes have not been right. particularly long. Yeah. I guess
0: we, you know, I guess... Like... Alright. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, I, I guess, you know, we, we covered 100 Thieves. We talked Sentinels being the best team in America. Messy. We talked... Urban planning, briefly. We, we talked Only briefly. <laughs> we talked the goat. Lionel Messi. Messi. We talked <laughs> evil geniuses. <laughs> and we talked... I think that's... I mean, yeah. I think about yeah, that. I think it. we talked about everything that's important. If we
1: miss something, we'll talk about it next time. I don't know. Well, I mean,
2: yeah. We probably won't, but... That's fine. All oh, right. we, should, we should end by doing the Valorantle. What? Oh, yeah. Yeah. We should end by doing the Valorantle. Okay, we'll do the Valorantle. We'll do the, the, Valorantle. Valorantle. We'll do the
3: Valorantle. Yes, okay. honey.
2: Okay.
0: Yes,
1: Dad. <laughs> I
2: enjoy doing it. Is, am I the no, only person fun, that enjoys fun, doing me. this?
3: <laughs> me, America.
0: Uh, Let's do champions. Oh. Into ch- champions. Yep.
1: All right. Let's, Let's do, do this thing. So what is, is this just a, a player that was at champs?
3: At champions. Yeah, at champs? Yeah,
2: champs from last year. Oh, yeah. Right. Name a player. Name With any player. Any
3: player. Boost, yeah.
2: Okay. Oh, wait. It's it's a team from America's, but it's but it's not a U.S. player. And they did play Killjoy, but less than Bustio, So it's And a Brazilian not an IGL. Player,
3: probably. Or Latam.
2: Less. Or Canadian.
3: N- I think Canadian less. and America's. Le- did
2: less play less Killjoy than Boostio? Wait. Uh yeah, because it'll play Viper,
4: yeah.
1: Viper. yeah. Yes, it's yeah. Less.
2: Is it less? Oh, it's okay. not, less. not less. Okay, this person didn't play Viper, but they did play Killjoy. What the hell? Not, not on okay. allowed. So it must so, be a
3: crew player then.
2: Uh Dude, where is Vi- Is Victor Canadian or is he American?
3: He's Canadian. I always get
2: confused by the he's NRG Canadian, people.
3: I think. Is he? Or is he American? No, I- he might be American. Wait, 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 wait. wait. I think he's it? American. I think Can Victor and Crashies are both American. Is it
2: Ardis? Dude, it's not Nags. Nags plays Viper. Oh, it could be Ardis. Oh, Ardis, Ardis, Ardis doesn't play Viper.
3: Oh, yeah. Keith. Hmm. It is hey, over Dude, good job. Oh. I did off. it again! Let's go. That Brand was pretty up. good. You know? Pop
0: off. Hey, good job, everybody. Good job, everybody. Good we job. All off. right. Let's send this thing home. All right.
3: <laughs> okay.
0: Okay. <laughs> all right, cool.
3: <laughs> okay. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
4: Hold
0: on. We're still... It's Wise <laughs> Weekly War. All right. <laughs> the weekly award for the west lake Mm. youth soccer (laughs) Mm. spring 2013 all right it's the cheat code award if you get if you if you have a baby if you have a pet if you propose to someone or you get married you're winning the award ethan congratulations for getting married um you 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 know that's an easy wise you know what i mean congrats a very special day special moment josh you're the married one here. Can you speak to the importance of a day like this?
2: <laughs> um, Yeah, that's something you'll remember for the rest of your life, Ethan. I hope you have a very lovely time for, you know, in your future. I'm sure it means more to you than your Valorant career. It should. Uh, we'll see what happens with EG and with you, but don't worry, you'll always have this. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh
2: Was that a bad Josh. speech? Why
3: would you say that? Josh, last part? That is, that's just for not... everyone here, make sure no one asks Josh to be your best man if you get married. Uh, don't. But,
2: I mean, you also. put me on the fucking spot. You put me on the spot. What more do you want well, from me? Because yeah. you're the marriage expert. I'm not married. What isn't? From that, it. I mean. Isn't that sweet that he'll always have his marriage? He'll always have someone standing by him, no matter what happens with his career. He's always got someone who's got yes, his back. Yes, you didn't have
0: to.
2: You didn't have to, dude. I can't. I can never throw anything to Josh again, Brent. I mean, that was I'm, quite fine. That was okay. I mean, that, was that was okay. Right. Yeah. <laughs> All right, really, right. That was okay. All I, okay. Right. I. I hope this relationship ends in death. <laughs> oh,
0: that's dude, really sweet. I mean, I.
2: That's sweet.
0: sweet. It just there has to be a better way of phrasing it. There's just another way to word that. This whole episode has been a testament to it's not what you say, it's how you say it. And Josh has said (laughs) nothing correctly in two and a half hours. It's shocking. It's it's just it's appalling. I can't do this anymore. I can't deal with this Uh, bullshit. uh, Um, (laughs) But congratulations, Ethan, on getting married. And I hope that the off seasons and and everything works out for you. We'll see.
4: I hope you and your wife thing. will live to a long
0: I mean, boy. yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I hope I hope things go. I can't hope that things go well for him. I'm not allowed to hope that things <laughs> go you well for a can't. good guy. That's fine. So I'm I saying, it is I'm fine. hoping Why? things
2: go well. What? I'm hoping things go well for him as well. We just said the same thing. Yeah, but you you said really it in. No, we <laughs> didn't. We said thing. the same. We had
0: the same meaning, but we said the different things. You know what I mean?
3: Dude, Josh, you're the type <laughs> of guy who would be like, if you're getting off a flight with a flight attendant, you just say like, have a good life, instead of have a good day. <laughs> just like, just implying that's, that you're gonna kill them. That's even them better. Point no,
2: that's even better. Have a good life means have a good all the rest of your life. Have a good day, what, the, the day after <laughs> might be so shit. It's so
3: threatening.
2: <laughs> no, that's so, no one says that in a
0: positive have way. Have a good
3: rest of your life. People only say long. that
0: when they're upset. Yeah. It's like when
3: you say like, you break life, up with Have a
0: good Josh.
3: Someone. Have a nice life
0: it's messed up yeah i mean don't tell me to have a nice life mm. you have a nice (laughs) life i will have
2: a nice life thank you
0: (laughs) dude i'm out of here i don't want to see josh for seven days i'm out of here i I, I can't do it anymore Uh, thank uh, you guys for watching Plat at Valorant episode 153. Make sure to subscribe. Hit the bell if you want notifications. on. Check us out on Spotify if you need something to listen to in your car. Shout out to those of you listening while playing Deathmatch, those of you listening while you're in your cubicle, and those of you listening while you're cleaning your house. We'll see you for episode 154. Goodbye. Bye.